Martel. I think we're live. <laughs> I think so. I'm, I might I be. So. I might be lagging a back and while. forth. Yeah, it might be a little. <laughs> my, internet, my internet connection is slow. Lazar's just hanging around the cloud. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm dropping frames like you guys wouldn't believe. Um, but hopefully, it's picking something up. So anyway, welcome to the Old Nerds Podcast. Uh, it's me, myself, Lazar, got old nerd Greg there. We're the uh, the OG old nerds and our new old nerd here, uh, Nerd McGee. What is up? What is up, Lizzie? What is up, everybody? If you cannot hear me or hear anybody, you should be able to hear me. You should be able to hear Lazar, and you should be able to hear old nerd Greg. If you cannot... Put it in the chat. Let us know that we had some technical difficulties. That's why we're starting a little uh, 30 minutes late. So feel free to tell us, hey, that sucks or it doesn't. Either way. Yeah, and I, and I currently am still in the middle of having technical difficulties as I watch frames. I'm at 42.8% drop frames. Uh, life, life is good. Life is good. It's all right. I'm watching the stream on Nerd McGee's channel, and the video looks good. You're not lagging, so... Okay. Well, anyway, is the audio so, good there too, uh, old nerd Greg? Hold on, let me check it real quick. Okay. All right. So, so while he's checking the audio, um, we are gonna tonight. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about one of one of my favorite movies, um, a, a, an all time classic, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh yeah. Also gonna be talking a little bit about some Fallout seventy six, a uh, new game that I know me and me and McGee are excited for. Uh, Greg has never played a Fallout game. No, I have not. So it'll be interesting to, to educate the man about it, and, um, and and yeah, so that'll be that'll be what we got in store tonight. We'll just you know we'll be telling some 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 bad and some good jokes. I will be talking Mostly like bad. Batman from time to time. That's right. Um, I might throw in an English accent once or twice. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, first of all, we'll just uh, we'll tell everybody, you know, everybody, everybody, everybody that's watching right now probably knows us, but I mean, you know, we're all we're all streamers. Um, I stream Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, some Sundays. Uh, we got McGee on. When, when you when you go, you Tuesday through Tuesday through Saturday, two thirty to seven thirty, and then I take a break and I come back at nine thirty. Go from nine thirty to two thirty a.m. He's a powerhouse. Damn. That's why, do he that's why he doesn't. That's why he doesn't have any sleeves on his shirts because he's he's, he's always if he if if he had sleeves that would just drag him down and he wouldn't be yeah, able to only do ten hours down. a day. It, it would drag, slow him down. Plus the amount of sweating and I do, you can't have sleeves, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's how that works. Well, just so you know, McGee, it went from I don't know eighty six degrees two weeks ago to thirty two this morning. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, it's it's sixty five uh, here, which is perfect weather, but it's cold for Georgia. Everybody's walking around with their hats on and coats on now. It's sixty five, <laughs> folks get cold. And just in in you know for some better news, I had my I had my audio output capture muted this entire time, so. I'll just pull the audio from one of you guys or from Nerdstream because Greg, we couldn't get Greg streaming because that was part of our technical difficulties. So, well, I'm in the video on Nerd McGee's channel. So, the well, yeah, yeah, working. you're in, you're in our videos. But so. mine is not. So. Right. Yeah, you're in, and your your uh, your audio's coming. All y'all's audio's coming through good. So, all right. So, so far, so good. 
We don't suck as bad as we thought we did. It's our first. It's our first. It's our first episode, technically. So we'll we'll. It's okay. We'll iron all the kinks out in the future once we hit the big time and we're in our in our in our studio. We are also doing this from three different states. That's right. You got to start somewhere, baby. Mm-hmm. We'll look back on this one and laugh and Absolutely. go, "What were we thinking?" <laughs> so let's 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 dive into this movie. Um, yeah, let's do it, dude. I watched it last night, and I'm tell you what, I I forgot how good it was. I watched, I watched, I know. I, every time I watch it, I'm like, "This is, it's it's definitely top three movies for me." Um, it's 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 just the, an all time classic. The the um. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. for those of you who don't yeah, know. Yeah, right, We've Ferris got, Bueller's Day Off. This is a movie that was made. You want to give the deets? Do you have the deets on it? Year it was made? Who it was I made do. by? It was in uh, 86. Yeah, 86. The year I was born. The year we were born. Uh, yeah. Over here. Directed by John Hughes. And co-produced by Tom Jacobson. And uh, for, John Hughes, one of the greats. For all you younger folks who haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, essentially... Just, Ferris Ferris Bueller, the main character, he fakes an illness so he can get the day off and just have the most epic day possible with his best friend and his girlfriend. Yeah, and senior in high school. I I actually have a little deeper of a theory about the movie, so I'll get into that a little bit later. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, But but like overall, what are you what are you guys uh your your thoughts on the movie? Uh, we'll go, we'll go, um, whoever wants to start, they can, they can give their little, uh, you know, tidbits on what they, what they feel, how they feel about the movie, their favorite parts, any favorite quotes they have, anything, whatever you got. Well, uh, I mean, who hasn't wanted to take a day off of school, right? Absolutely. (laughs) If I could have done it in that epic of a way. Who hasn't called out sick or faked being sick? I'm sorry, but I... I promise you I have many, I, many days. Many times. I used to have a friend of mine call into my job and say he was my dad and there was some sort of family emergency and they'd be like, Hey, you gotta get out of here. Your dad just called. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I remember being in a what was it, middle school? Yeah, I think it was middle school. We skipped and a lot of school. <laughs> yeah, me and Lazar grew up together, so there was multiple days where there was a good spot until one of our friends' dads saw us walking back at one thirty in the afternoon. Oh no! <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we that definitely ended. took we definitely took some tips from Ferris Bueller, and um, oh yeah. So I, I wish there was a Ferrari. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got I got a favorite favorite quote from this movie, and it's. I laugh hysterically, and I have to pause the movie sometimes when I'm watching it because it's right in the beginning. Whenever he's getting ready, he's uh, he's taking his his little shower, and he's like, "I do have a test today. That wasn't bullshit. It's on European socialism. I mean, really? Oh, yeah. What's the point? I'm not European. I don't plan on being European. So who cares if they're socialists? They they could be fascist anarchists. It still wouldn't change the fact that I don't own a car. <laughs> <laughs> Like the the sheer ridiculousness of that quote, <clears throat> like yeah. just that he ends it on still won't change the fact that I don't own a car. <clears throat> yeah, and it's almost kind of foreshadowing because a lot of the movie has to do with Cameron's father's Ferrari. Oh my god! But then like yeah. it like cut it breaks for a second, and then he's like, 
Not that I condone fascism or any ism for that matter. Ism, isms, in my opinion, are not good. A person should not believe in an ism. He should believe in himself. I quote John Lennon. I don't believe in the Beatles. I just believe in me. Good point there. After all, he was the walrus. I could be the walrus, and I still don't have a, and I still have to bum a ride off of people. <laughs> so it always goes back to the car, which is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a huge Beatles fan, so I love whenever you quote John, John Lennon. Oh, you're a Beatles fan? Absolutely. Okay, I didn't know that. First and foremost, I'm a music fan, but I think it's really hard for people to be a true music fan if you don't at least appreciate the Beatles. Or, 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 I guess, or Elvis, because there's that whole debate, Beatles or Elvis, but that's taken us, taken us straying from the point. Um, but Ferris Bueller not only is my hero, but he's a genius, okay? If you think about the movie, the kid doesn't need to go to school. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you think of the, the rigging for whenever his mom comes in, and it, it has, he has the mannequin in his room, and it just, like, rolls over... And he's got the snoring on the on the thing, and it's all like this this elaborate pulley system. And right. like whenever whenever the the principal rings the doorbell in the middle of the movie, and it it triggers his recording to come through the house's intercom system. Like we're talking 1986, it takes some serious electrical engineering skill to be able to pull that off. So right. so he doesn't need school because he's got it all figured out. He's 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 just a, an absolute genius. But they're not going to tell you that in the movie because the whole point is he's missed nine days of school this semester, and he, you know, <clears throat> which the 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 principal, um, I can't remember. Yes, I, I can't. Jason yeah, Bueller's day off. Yeah, that's right. So he is an incredible villain. I mean, just everything he does, just he's such a slime ball, and he's like. He's the only one who believes that Ferris Bueller's not sick the whole time, and he's right. He's absolutely right. But he tries so hard to to blow his spot up to be like, "Haha, I got you," and it just blows up in his face every the, every time. And it's just it's incredible. Like whenever he's he's talking to Ferris's mom and he's he's screaming to his uh, to to Grace, his his uh, assistant. It's just like. He he's such a such an evil man, but it's hilarious because he's just like Grace, Grace. What movie? What what other movie? What's that? I can't think of. I I forgot the actor's name, but wasn't he in Howard the Duck? Yes, he played the bad guy in Howard the Duck too, didn't he? Yeah, and he also played the good the good guy in what was it? Mom and Dad Save the World. You remember that oh movie? Gosh, dude, yeah. I, I'm pretty I, sure I, he was I, in that okay. one vaguely remember that movie but that's yeah that's the you're tapping into so many of my childhood movies that i remember i don't i don't remember but i remember you know what i mean mm-hmm. like everybody loves ferris bueller so the the ridiculousness of his fake illness because he calls mm. calls into the school and makes sure to talk to certain people so they spread the rumors about like yeah. he, he needs a kidney like the one guy goes up to ferris's sister and is like can you spare a couple bucks for for Ferris Bueller, we're trying to raise it so he can get a new kidney, and like she's just so bitter the entire time. And oh yeah, like the uh, Grace, the principal's assistant, she's just like you know she's so flighty, and she's like, oh well, everybody loves Ferris Bueller. She's like he's popular, Ed. 
The sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dinkheads, they adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And, <laughs> like, the way she says it, too, it's just, like, she's got that Midwestern accent. And There was a lot of planning to go into that day off. Yeah. And yeah, and he and he, he says he says it was off the cuff like in the one point he you know he says he doesn't have a plan, but he definitely definitely planned that out, and it, uh, it he's like I said absolute genius. John Hughes that was the I think that's one of the first movies to to utilize really the really well that I remember the the where he would talk to the camera and they just oh, completely yeah. transition back into the movie because. The, the, yeah, like for those of you, yeah the, for those of you who haven't seen the movie that's how it starts out it starts out with him waking up and talking to the camera and then but it's just it's like a commentary he's the commentator and the main character which mm-hmm. is it, that was the first thing i had forgotten about and that is what to me was really entertaining about the movie because it was almost like a mockumentary. You know how like the office and those are mockumentaries it's yeah. like mm-hmm. that was that was a mockumentary like way back which mm-hmm. to me is I I had I hadn't remembered how good that movie was. Uh, Matthew Broderick, amazing actor. Uh, oh, yeah. The guy who played his friend, um, he's from Cleveland, Ohio. Which I, I was looking up some of the information about them. Um, uh-huh. Just tons of good acting, um, and then of course John Hughes is a tradition, a, a, a fabulous writer or a fabulous director. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a what Breakfast Club that. Uh, um, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Uncle yeah. Buck. Yeah, I think he did pretty. <laughs> I think he did pretty in Pink too, didn't he? Ooh, I'm not uh, sure. I've never actually seen that movie. To be honest with you. Uh, Am I thinking of somebody else? I feel like I feel like I'm. I may be mixing up it. Maybe him and Harold Ramis. I don't know. Oh, Harold Ramis. There's another good one. Uh, Sixteen Candles. Yeah, Pretty in Pink, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, Jason. That's what Jason Fortwin says. He says, "Yeah, he felt like he was talking directly to viewer. Made you feel like you were in on the adventure." Exactly. You, mm-hmm. you. Feel, it's, that's how it was captured for me. Like I'm with this guy. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's letting you into what he's doing in his day off. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, involving you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was really, really well done. And let's well not written. forget Sloan Peterson, Total Fox. Total Sloan, Fox. Sloan. And you know what? She went on to only do like two other movies after yeah. that. Yeah. And like, then just like dropped off the scene. I never really, I never knew that that was uh, like I knew of <clears throat> Mia Sarah, but I didn't never knew that was her. But it's funny because yeah, she, her name is, is, is quite popular, but she really hasn't done anything. She, yeah, she did. Uh, what was just a couple after that? She did one with Van Damme and then she did, uh, what was the other big one she did? I can't remember. Time Cop. Yeah, she did Time Cop, and then she did uh, another one, and then that was the two main ones that she did that I seen. But yeah, Alan Huck was it was the uh, was his buddy. I think his name was Alan Huck. See, now I think that the whole reason, and and he kind of does say it at the end of the movie, which I was kind of like the whole way watching it, I was like, oh, I got this theory and it's great because I'm, I'm a genius. But he kind of says it at the end and I was like, oh, I wonder where I got that theory from. But... <laughs> watching it so like, many times. <laughs> like Cameron, his friend, is... It, you know, he's clearly a hypochondriac. He's... He just... You know, like Ferris says in the one point, he thinks that he feels better when he's sick and he's always sick and he's, mm-hmm. he's very depressed. Yep. So like to me... 
the whole thing is he just wants to he just wants to go and have this awesome day for his friend and mm-hmm. and help him learn how to stand up to his dad and yep. you know and and it and it works at the end of the at the end of the movie the the kids like you know screw you dad i'm going to i'm going to kick the crap out of your car and i am going to you know eventually make it fly through a window and get destroyed but you know he's yeah. he's really a thoughtful caring person because he wants to jeopardize his his next year, you know graduating in june as he keeps as he always says he, he's going to jeopardize that to show his friend an awesome day and mm-hmm. and also his girlfriend you're not going to leave her out because she's smoking hot <laughs> well, of course not i mean it wouldn't be a, a movie for teens if it didn't have the hot chick in it. So pretty much yeah. what I'm saying is, no matter what, Ferris Bueller is 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 a, is a hero, through and through. The man is a hero. Yeah, he and it was definitely changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, and it was a breakthrough for a lot of other people too. That's what I like about John Hughes in that movie, and he did that in The Breakfast Club. Is like hit Ferris Bueller's sister the whole time. She's so angry. And so upset at her brother, she's constantly calling him out. And his parents are like, oh, honey, are you not feeling good? And he's like, mommy, I'm mommy not feeling good. Like that. He's yeah, being like this a big baby. baby. Yeah. And, and the sister's like, this bull crap. He's not sick. He's never sick. And so the whole movie, she's out to like, she's, she's, she's out jealous. To get him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's jealous of her brother. And then at the end, it culminates for her. She meets this dude who, who's played by Charlie Sheen. Yep. And he kind of, and yeah. he kind of like, they have like therapy on the couch at the police station. He's like this drug addict that's been, you know, who's in, he's in booking right. And uh, he's like, you know, he, she's, she, he's like, what's up your skirt or whatever? You know, what's your problem? And she's like, oh, you want to know my problem? And she goes on, says, talks about her brother and how he gets away with everything. And he goes, he's basically like, he goes, Sounds like the problem isn't your brother. He's like, sounds like the problem's you. And and you're like, he just starts to like unravel how uptight she is and, and kind of gets to the root of why she's upset. And in the end, she ends up becoming an ally for her brother because she realizes that why is she upset? There's no reason to be upset. You know, that he, he's he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's he's free spirit, you know, he's that's his path, whatever. Why am I trying to ruin why am I trying to kill his his good day? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why don't I just be do me and let him do him and be happy for him? And um, kind of like you were saying about his buddy, it's the same thing. His buddy's uptight. He's a hypochondriac. And I love what he says. I love when he like breaks down at the end. He's like, I'm tired of being afraid. I'm tired of being afraid. I'm tired of feeling afraid. I'm tired of, I'm tired of living in a, where I'm afraid. And you could tell he's just like wanting to like, like recover himself from this fear that has controlled his every little like his life and everything about it mm-hmm. and so it's it's it culminates at the end of the movie into like a very beautiful positive. yeah positive and beautiful you know where people come out of their selves and, and overcome things that are hard that all of us struggle with all of us struggle with fear all of us you know he was dealing with his dad his, felt like his dad loved his car more than he loved him you know lots of teen angst different things like that 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 you that they deal with throughout the the movie and it's all because ferris has decided right or wrong that he wants to have a day off mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can say right or wrong 
whether he should have, should not have been in school. The man made a decision and went for it. And, and, and that's, I think a testimony itself, like he took a risk. He did something that wasn't popular. Maybe it was slightly, you know, he's, he's a senior. It's like two months till graduation. So everybody's just kind of coasting, right? You, everybody's been in school knows that. But so to me, I, 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 there's a lot of things that for it being such a funny movie with so many good, like second, third and fourth, like characters, like along the way, like the, 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 uh, the guy at the restaurant, you know, the, the, the people who took the car, the valets that took the car, yes. like there were so many little extra little highlight characters throughout the movie. It just, it wasn't just Ferris. It wasn't just Sloan. It wasn't just, um, what was his buddy's name? I can't remember. Cam Cameron Cam wasn't even just Cameron. There's like along the way, they meet all these different people. His mom and dad are hilarious. The principal's awesome. Like you were saying, the secretary was hilarious. So one of my favorite characters is whenever the principal goes and to the to the to the restaurant after he gets the drink poured on him, he goes yeah. he goes up to to get the napkins and there's the baseball game on which he misses Ferris on TV and That's turns right. and sees That's it right. and he's like, yeah. "What's the score?" The guy goes zero zero and he goes, "Who's winning?" And the guy goes, <laughs> the guy looks at him and he goes, "The Bears." <laughs> like yeah. that guy's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. Also, the thing that bothered me about it is they, like you said, they're like two months away from graduation. So that puts them in about April or May ish. But we'll say we'll say March, April. So there is a parade going on in the middle of a weekday in downtown right. Chicago. Sure. And and the float that they're on is filled with German women, okay? <laughs> and the float is lined with American flags. Uh-huh. So that's, there's, like, so many weird things about that. It's like, so they make you want to think it's, like, Oktoberfest, but it's in, like, May. Yeah. And not to mention that it's, like, you know, a Tuesday, and there's a, there's well, a parade going on in downtown Chicago. Well, you know what it makes you think is... What the heck am I missing when I'm at work or school all day? No, you, you, exactly. German women and American yeah. flags running down the or, street. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. it makes me think that Ferris Bueller set that entire parade up <laughs> because he's that epic that he does stuff like that. I mean, it's a whole conspiracy, probably. It's, it's probably it's, whole it's, Easter. It's, there's probably Easter eggs throughout the movie. The Great Ferris Bueller conspiracy. Okay. You could look it up on YouTube right now. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, probably. That's the, when the theory I wish crafting. they had the cast. Yeah, that's when I wish they had the commentary for the movies. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So where you could actually hear what the actors are saying. And I mean, you know how many times I probably took them to shoot those scenes? And they do not make movies <laughs> like they did back then. Even even like down to the music. Like now in movies, they want to put like the most popular music in in the movies for the soundtrack and stuff like that. But like they don't for a comedy like that. They don't craft a score like they did for that movie. Like the principal had his own villainous theme for the one point. Like whenever he, whenever he finally <laughs> leaves needs the school, their own theme music. yeah. <laughs> like whenever he finally leaves the school and he he gets out of his car and he puts his sunglasses on. Like all the music is synced up to every movement that he's doing. Like they don't do that anymore. And like well, they, even yeah, they even the even the story, like the reason that this movie still holds up is because it was an original story in 1986. Mm. You know, 
they've they've done like 1986 like Dang. like even like home alone it's kind of like a like a spin on that almost <laughs> even though he was like left at home but he still like kind of was like i don't want to go and all but either way <clears throat> they just don't make movies like they did in the 80s and the 90s anymore yeah and it's 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 flat out sad Home I think Alone will be, have to be for another episode. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many good movies. You know, I think part of it, too, is just the times. You know what I mean? Mm. Technology wasn't what it was. Well, well like, that's it. Art, so art imitates things... life, and life is way different now than it was in exactly. 1986. Exactly. Art imitates life. That's very, yeah, that's very true. And that's the way it was back then. Things were different. It was like just MTV was just coming in. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was only like what four years old at that point, three years old. We we, we were just coming into the world at that point. <laughs> mm -hmm. What was the exact <laughs> release date of of the movie? Yeah, it was Ed Rooney. That's his name, the principal, Ed Rooney. Ed Rooney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, June eleventh, nineteen eighty. Okay, so I was born ten days before the movie yeah, came out, and I was born three months before that. Nice, nice. Okay, I have another question. I like that theory. Jason Fortewin says, I like that theory. He probably did set that parade up. Yeah, he, he definitely did. <laughs> you got, so right away, this is how conspiracies get started. Right here. You heard it here <laughs> for, it first, started. folks. One person, two people, snowball. Next week, I'm going to see it on Associated Press. It's going to be, I don't know. Listen, no one else is allowed to take credit for that. That's Rude. my theory. <laughs> <laughs> now... I'm getting into the to this to this my little skeptical things about it because I tend to look at movies under a microscope a lot of times. Where did Ferris Bueller get all that money? How much did he have though? Well, he just had a wad and they, he kept throwing ones and fives. Right, exactly. So I think that it might have just been a whole wad of ones from like cutting grass or whatever. But, yeah, he was a but, con, he was kind of a con man. But he you got to think like they didn't they didn't what? run from that restaurant, so they had to have paid for that food, and that meal cost them a good two hundred bucks at least. I don't think they paid for that food. Do you? Well, maybe they got it comped. Yeah, maybe they got it comped after all that. Yeah, because he was he was Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Abe Froman, that's right. <laughs> or was it the Sausage King of the Midwest? Sausage King of Chicago or yeah. Midwest? But yeah. Also, Chicago is um, one of my favorite cities on the planet. I I've never been there. Oh, it's it's a great it's a great city. I mean, you got to stay away from the bad parts, but um, there's a, there's a lot of good good parts to Chicago, um, and it's it's a beautiful town. Yeah. But also, before I forget, I don't want I I don't want to not circle back to this. Charlie Sheen being in the movie for like what 10 minutes which i completely forgot charlie sheen was in that movie yeah that was awesome he is he saved ferris bueller he saved his ass completely yeah right because he made his sister realize that she was the problem and he made out with her which made her happy and, That's right. and in turn she saved him from the principal and covered for him so if it wasn't for charlie sheen that never would have happened so the tiger, yeah. tiger blood for the win. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, just, right. just an absolute, absolute fantastic movie. And I'm trying to think if I forgot anything else. Oh, at the end of the movie, and it's it's John Hughes fashion. There's always the quote at the end of the movie that 
he it just it, it sums up not just the movie but like life in general and he says life moves pretty fast if you don't stop and look around once in a while you might miss it and that's mm-hmm. just like that's that's like i try to live my life like that you know do all the things you want to do while doing the things you have to do because you're going to look back on your life when you're 70 years old and be like man i wish i did that i wish i streamed my podcast for you know a couple people on a friday night you know you got to you got to do it you got to you got to take your time so everybody watching everybody listening remember that always you know life moves pretty fast if you don't take the time to look around you might miss it ferris bueller he's he's a genius Ferris Bueller, trademark, trademark, copyright, Ferris Bueller. Yep. <laughs> trademark, that's copyright, right, uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> that's verbal. That's a verbal uh, trademark. That's totally, yeah, yeah. totally legal. Ferris Bueller is what we were saying the whole time. Ferris, yeah, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Oh, that's good. I always right, wanted so... to take a day off. And just watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off all day. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. That's your homework. Chat, anybody watching, the goal is this. Call out sick from school and watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And mm. then, after you're done watching it, go do something like Bueller. There you go. A, B like Bueller. B, B, B. B, L, B. B, L, B, baby. Mm, that makes me want a B, L, T. Great. I had some chicken and rice, so I feel just fine. Nice. I had some Chick-fil-A. That's watch it with your Twitch community. That's what Jason for the win says. Rabbit TV. Watch it with your Twitch community. Boom. Yeah, we're, we, uh, we attempted to do that one time with the Goonies. We, did, we didn't know about Rabbit TV. That's a problem. We just found out about Rabbit TV, so that's something else that's in the works. I've yeah. been looking into that because I like, I like watching movies. So, yeah, we'll do, how... we'll do the movie night for sure. It's going to happen. We'll just do another night. We'll do movie night. Another nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. Bada bing, bada we'll, we can even make it a, an old nerds podcast thing. We'll just get get the yeah. get the viewers, get the people in. Want to watch the watch the podcast? Nice. Bring it on, bring them on in here. That's what uh, Mary J Lee. She's a streamer I follow. She does the ASMR. She's constantly doing do, having movies with her streamers or with her uh, viewers. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Even though that ASMR stuff is just creeptastic man dude i love asmr i'm here let me just come out officially i freaking love it if yeah i thought it was the weirdest crap what's up daniel zanalotti um i thought it was weird as ever when i first saw it on on twitch i had no idea what it was i showed my wife and she responded just like you did lazar she's like that is ridiculous and (laughs) creepy i would never She's like, I do. She, she's just, it was so funny. And I was like, well, well let's just see, you know, you know, cause I, I get it. Cause like, if you've ever gone to the barber, mm-hmm. you know, when you get your haircut, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when I get my haircut, I get like transported to another like dimension. It's like a spiritual experience for you. Spiritual experience. 100%. You dude, must have a really good with, barber. Dude, people just messing with my head or my hair or my ears and my neck at all, man. I have like I don't know I must have sensitivity to that stuff but I, I'm just like I just I'm just like amazing oh my god before I started going to the actual barber that's why I would go to Supercuts so I get my hair shampooed 
there you pass there, out of that little sink with the hot uh, water yep. dude that's asmr right there what you're experiencing <laughs> hey jason for the win he says i agree that buzz sound in your ear barber massaging your head yes <clears throat> doing the little neck clippers oh yeah i wish i just had like a beard on my neck so it just took them like 10 minutes longer just so they would just keep doing it oh this you know but i just oh yeah my, you know what I'm talking about? Because you never have enough neck hair. It's just like you're like, oh, I, I'm just. It's like a quick, sweet thing. I just one time want to have much, like too much neck hair. Yeah, I need a laser. I need a laser level hair fall on my neck, just like a full neck beard. She's like at it for ten minutes. And you're you know ma- I mean? I'm I'm gonna start going to the barber more often. I I cut my own hair, and I have for a, for a long time. The last time I went to a barber was right before my my grandfather's funeral two years ago so but i don't know why i never went back because i my brother's my brother always tells me you got to go to the barber you got to go to the barber and i'm like okay i'll go i'll go i'll go eventually i went to the barber and i mean like he got the straight razor around the the edges of my hairline and everything and just like oh oh, like it was Clean you up, man. It, it wasn't Clean neat. You up. it was exactly what you said it was a spiritual experience but me i mean i'd take clippers buzz that sucker down you know yeah, trim, you trim my beard up <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man i i can cut my own hair if i want to or my I, but i have my wife do it or if i'm really wanting to pamper myself treat yourself mm. i go to the barber treat yourself Treat yourself two thousand and nine. I'm I'm not putting her on blast because it was the Clippers' fault. But the last time that I let my wife cut my hair, it looked like an end of a broom had frayed, <laughs> and it was just a fuzz. I mean, the Clippers were just old and not good. But yeah, I was like, never again. <laughs> well, yeah, my my wife I, uh, cuts my son's hair now too. So you we should you should let you should let my wife cut your hair, Greg. She won't make you look like a broom. I go to the barber because then that's the experience. That's it, man. You yeah. get pamper yourself. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to start going ASMR back to the barber. Is. You got to get – listen, you got to hit up Mary J. Lee. Mary J. Lee, y'all, everybody, Mary J. Lee, she's the queen of ASMR in my opinion. I don't watch anybody else from her and uh, check her out. I'm telling you, if I had the thing in here, I'd hit her up right now, but I don't. Bummer. Now, if you're just tuning in um, – don't forget. Yeah, tell them what we're doing here. Tell them what we're doing. Here, we, we're doing we're doing the old nerds podcast because we're a couple of old nerds. You know, some of us may be a little older than the rest of us. Not pointing any fingers or naming any names. Um, but we're 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 children of the '80s and '90s. Unlike most of the of the viewing public on the Twitch community, they're younger. We're here to give you that right. that 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 last generation feel. You know, we know we know what it was like. We we remember the good 80s movies, the good 80s music, you know, the good TV shows, everything. We're here to bring that to you and and also talk about some new stuff that you're interested in too. But we're streaming live here on my channel here, also on Nerd McGee's channel. That's Nerd underscore McGee. Make sure you check him out. Also, check out Old Nerd Greg. We had a little bit of difficulties where we couldn't get him streaming tonight, but he will be in the mix in the streams soon. Also, both of you guys right now. Also, and if you're listening to this in the future, then you don't need to pay attention to this next part, but the audio version of these podcasts will be available Saturdays. I'll post, I'll 
take that audio. I'll post it up on all your all your usual podcast channels, your Apple Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor Podcasts, SoundCloud, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll be able to hear the Old Nerds podcast in its audio form starting tomorrow. What about Knuckle Duck? Will it be on that? If, if Knuckle Duck's a thing, it'll be on there. <laughs> Is that is that real? Is Knuckle Duck He's a thing? Like, absolutely. <laughs> Knuckle Duck. What? Yeah, you know Knuckle Duck. Uh, Flim Flam. Knuckle like the Knuckle Duck Puck. Com. The Knuckle Puck from another great nineties movie. Duck, the Knuckle Duck. D two. The Mighty Ducks. Com. Flim uh, Flam. What you doing? Hey, how you ha- how you hanging? Dot net. Amelia. And I was like Amelia. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, Let's we jumping into something new. Yeah, what are we talking about now, Chad? What do you think? What do you guys? What's what kind of movies are you guys interested in right now? What's everybody think? What do you, what do you guys got over there? Are we uh, are we all on the same page as far as viewers? Are we, or is it Twitch theater? I got nine beautiful people over here. Oh, I got one, and it's probably okay, a bot. So they're, not, so they're not watching. I don't think bots can watch. Can they? Oh, they can't watch, but they can count as a viewer. Well, I've got uh, I've got the link up here. You guys check it out. TwitchTheater.tv. Bada bing, bada boomski. No, your your viewer is Chad. Perfect. Chad. Perfect. Who's Chad? Hey, Chad. Chad's our buddy. What up, Chad? Chad's being Chad on the texts right now. We got we got uh, Daniel Zanalote says Thanks, that Chad. he's talking. He wants to talk about Tropa de Elite Brazilian movie. Um, Daniel Zanalotti is my Brazilian friend. Well, Daniel, I don't know anything about that movie. You got us. <laughs> yeah, you got us there. I think there. the thing that impressed me the most about that movie was the twist plot. Jason, Jason Ford to win. He's in. Thank you, my friend, for stopping in. Exactly. Thank you, Greg. How he pulled that off that quickly at the end was on. Nobody knew. Nobody, Nobody knew. knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> 007 says bots are always watching, learning, waiting. <laughs> Skynet's coming. Skynet is coming. Yeah, why don't we, uh, um, well, since, you know, I, I apologize for not knowing the ins and outs of that Brazilian movie. Um, I will probably not watch it because... I'll be lost. Maybe. Ooh, dance break. Venom the movie. Oh. Daniel Zanolotti. The Brazilian Italian wants to know about uh, Venom. I did not see Venom. Did y'all see Venom? I haven't seen it yet. yet. Um, I have heard. Well, just a couple of triple uh, bunch of old farts. <laughs> Listen, I uh, thought we... The last time I got to the movie theater was Jurassic Park, the first one. That was a good experience for me when I was... <laughs> Popcorn was only $1.50? <laughs> Whenever Jurassic Park came out, I was too young. I wasn't allowed to watch it because my dad thought I'd be scared of the dinosaurs. Oh, wow. Your dad and my dad were a little different, huh? Yeah, my, dad took me... <laughs> my dad took me to see Young Guns when I was like eight. Nice. Nice. That's the first movie I remember seeing in the movie theater. Yeah, it was it was like that for a little while, and then eventually my dad's like, "Hey, you want to watch Demolition Man?" I'm like, "Let's do it, Dad." 
Ooh, Demolition Man. Now that was a good movie. Back when Wesley <laughs> back back before Wesley Snipes wasn't awesome. Wait. Okay, I, I, I okay. It took me a minute. Following me there? Yeah, I'm following you. Back before he was. My wasn't. brain is broken, so other people's normal brains have it's hard time following. Yeah, yeah. We need a little Daniel... signal there. <laughs> <laughs> but Daniel no. Zen... Daniel Zanalote says that the Venom, the Venom, was a beautiful movie. Good, good. Well, I will tell you what I'm going to see next. That's going to be new Halloween. Oh yeah. Oh wow, <clears throat> dude! I am telling you what that trailer. It's been a long when time. When he drops the teeth happy. over the over the the bathroom stall, and that girl's yeah, that in there like dope. cowering. That was dope. I think it was Jamie Lee Curtis, and how awesome she looks. She looks like Ellen Ripley esque. Like I, I, everything about her was like she is a total badass. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope that they let her kill Michael Myers. That's my. She prayer. already did though. But I mean, for real. Yeah, no but I mean, sequels, she chopped nothing. his head off. She chopped his head I know. off. He's been set on fire, chopped his head <laughs> off, chained up, and I think, I don't even know, shot. He's been shot and stabbed. He's been shot a lot of times, yeah. Run over by car, I think, at least once. What was it, Halloween H2O? That's what we should do next week. We should do a Halloween, we should do a, a, a spooky movie for Halloween. Or Halloween will be over by then. Never mind. Jason for the wind said, no, my mother made me watch The Exorcist to set we'll me straight. She was nine. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's a good way to... Dude, that movie is still so, still scary. Now, listen. Also, we're talking about how it was back in the day. My dad told me a story about the movie The Omen, which another good movie, if you've ever seen it. If you're into horror movies, The Omen's a good no, movie. I just... Omen was a terrible, scary movie. I had nightmares forever. When okay, I was right. My dad said that whenever he was younger, like right whenever that movie like first came out, his, his like his his family got a TV with a VCR and they started they, like him and all of his sisters watched it one night when his parents were out, and they got so scared that they like ended up locking their parents out of the house because they they thought that there was like somebody coming in to kill them or something like that. <laughs> but that's awesome. When you watch it now, it's like, man, why'd you lock yourself in the house? That movie wasn't even that bad. Especially the remake. The remake was terrible with, like, Julia Stiles or something like that. You can't put that girl in a horror movie. Yeah, she wasn't even good in Born. Old Boy Mason says, this new Halloween is a direct sequel to the original. It's as if the rest didn't happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I get that? Can I get that, like, in, like plaster that on my wall? Because that would ma- that is how I feel. That's awesome. I want it that I want that. I want to go back. I want to I want to rewind past all the garbage Rob Zombie crap that he put out. I like I like the first one that he did. I will say that. I just hate Rob Zombie, man. Yeah, I'm not. I don't a even fan know how him. he's taking. I feel like I don't even understand how he's allowed to have a video camera. Or, yeah. Uh, it, I just I don't. I I think he takes movies and he just puts his own. I think he's just a sadist who just makes movies to. Make he I I just I don't I don't feel like he has any like content. I think it's just let me see how shockingly sadistic I can mm-hmm. possibly be more than anybody else. And I I wish they would have never let him put his hands on on Halloween because that, as you can tell, it pumps me up. But that was my favorite scary movie as a kid. Michael Myers topped Jason, topped Freddy, topped he's, he's terrified, topped everybody for me. I loved him because he was like. He wasn't really supernatural, 
but he wasn't really human. And so you felt like this unknown, which just made him freaky scary to mm -hmm. me. I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way about Rob Zombie with a video camera. I did like the first Halloween that he did. I could just cause I thought it was different because mm -hmm. of like <clears throat> the super saturation that that franchise is. It's just, yeah, for it, sure. it, it, it got crazy, but yeah, you're right. House of a thousand corpses, the devil's rejects. I never actually saw the devil's rejects, but house of a thousand corpses. I watched like maybe 45 minutes of that movie. And I was like, I got to turn this off. I'm just, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Old boy Mason liked devil's rejects. Yeah, Jason, <clears throat> Jason for the win said he did have a moral compass though. He didn't go after children talking about Mike Myers. Mm. That is true. He did just walk right up to the trick-or-treaters, stare at them. You know what? I, my, I, I have a theory about that also, just like my Ferris Bueller theory. He stared at those kids because he was just having an internal debate on, do I get the candy or do I kill the person? <laughs> he made the wrong choice every time. Do I get the candy? You think a couple Butterfingers would have made him a little less crazy, maybe. He would have killed less people. No, it's Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy here, folks, is that Mike Myers likes Halloween candy. But just always, always chooses... More he likes killing kids. <laughs> well, he, he should have liked candy more than killing... Well, yeah, he, okay, he likes killing candy more than killing kids, but he should also have liked candy more than killing his family members mm. there's some psychological stuff going on there though right and blowing your minds here on this old nerds podcast <laughs> 31 could have been good i never saw that eat a snickers you're complete <laughs> eat a snickers you're a complete sociopathic killer when you're hungry <laughs> <laughs> that's about right so that's oh, perfect. Daniel Zenalote said that his favorite movie is Evil Dead. Oh, mm. I, can get, I can get behind that. There's a movie. It's it's Sam Raimi, all the the Raimi brothers. It's the only on time that string budget anyone has ever made rape funny. Oh my goodness! Because that girl gets raped by a tree, <laughs> and it's it's kind of comical. They make it kind of comical. And is it is there a name for that for his genre of movie Sam Raimi? He has he created his own his own thing. All of his movies have that same slapstick absurdity mm -hmm. slash gore fest slash terrifying moments where you're laughing and also terrified. Like what what is that? I don't know. Maybe it's slapstick horror. That's a good name for it. Yeah, slapstick. Yeah, because I mean, you, Ash was always more of a. Help? I yeah, I did. It's been a while though. Same thing. Wasn't he responsible for Tobey Maguire being Spider Man too? So they they gave him a hand in they for whatever reason. Well, you know how they do with these blockbuster movies. They try to bring in some hot, fresh mind, you know. And I, I for whatever reason they brought him in, but um, that yeah, didn't I make mean, sense to me. Yeah, that's not his forte, right? No, not at all. I mean, maybe yeah. he has a, a a deep love for for superheroes, but I mean, he is a horror movie director. That's what he's known for. That's what he should have been doing all along. And he should have kept mm. Tobey Maguire out of a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, 
I didn't see the Evil Dead remake. I refused to watch it, so it I, was I never good. saw that. It was good. I saw the I saw the original and then Evil Dead Two and then Army of Darkness. Oh, Army of Darkness! That movie. I got to rewatch that one, and we got to talk about that one sometime. I can talk about that one right now. I've watched that movie like a thousand times. Oh man, Ash I've... was like my hero growing up. Billy the Kid, Emilio Estevez, and Billy the Kid, and Ash from Evil Dead. Those were my heroes growing up. Nice. And and back to what you were saying about how Sam Raimi's always like slapstick horror. Like Ash is a comedy character in the middle of these horror movies. They're not really horror movies because they're they're more like action adventure movies in a way. Yeah, a little bit. But there's like horror Fantasy. characters in them. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's the right way to do it is what it is. I mean, it's because it's because it's unique. It's interesting. It's not. You know, just a killer going around killing people. There was, you know, the uh, the Book of the Dead and everything, and it just it, the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon, exactly. Can't believe I just called it the Book of the Dead. It is the Book of the Dead, right? That's right, but you got to call it the Necronomicon. Like it's one of those I did things it. where I said even the words. even if you I haven't seen, <laughs> even if you haven't like seen those movies and you see that book, you know what it is and what it's from, right? Well, the fact that, that the book opens its mouth and bites down on his hand, <laughs> and it's flapping around like a like a evil, psychotic book monster, like that's absurd. It's the stupidest thing ever. You know, he's having this fight. It's like, do you remember if you ever when we were kids, we used to do this thing. We used to do these. We used to do plays and do like haunted houses for the parents and stuff for the aunts and uncles. But nice. we used to do this thing where if you were on one side, so you would be at the corner of a wall. And you'd be on this side and people would be over here watching you and you used to, you could hold on to it like this and you'd like pull yourself, you'd pull yourself over here like this and look at the people and be like, ah, and you'd act like something had a hold of you, you know, <laughs> that's what that comedy reminds me of. Cause he's had, he's doing this whole ad lib improv fight scene with a book and he's moving the yes. book. You, you can see that he's got the book. <laughs> He's got his hand but clapped down on it the whole time. His hand's clapped on the book, and he's like, ah, ah, you know, and you're just like watching it. It's awesome. Like you, that's what's so good to those of us. Oh, here we go. 007 says Necro- Necronomicon ex mortis to be exact. Okay. 007. Dropping his knowledge bombs. Dropping bombs. That is great acting for Jason for the win. I, I, I just love it. That that movie obviously was, but like you were, you guys were saying, it, it's uh, there's plenty of movies like that we could talk about. I, I think it takes it, it. It. I don't know. I don't know anything about acting. I would be a terrible actor, but I feel like it would. It would almost take a better caliber of actor to pull something like that off, as opposed to like, like some kind of serious film where they're you know they're just, you know, trying to be like whenever Adam Sandler does a does a serious movie. You know what I mean? It's you can't take him seriously, it, right? It just—it just seems like he's going through the motions and reading a script. In 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 Evil Dead, like I believe every single thing that goes on. It, like you know, I believe the actors. I feel like they're actually living that situation. I don't feel like they're acting out a script. And it, it, that, it's, it's, see, that's the thing. They are, and but, that's why they're that. That's right, why they're. So but it's good. and it's so, it's so ridiculous that like you. For them to You're make like, this it can't be a script. believable, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Yes. For them yes. to make it believable, yes. they, it, to me, I feel like they would just have to be 
you know, yes. fantastic quality of act, which they are. I mean, Bruce Campbell, yeah. he, even if he Bruce like, Campbell's awesome. He, yeah, he's he's fantastic. And that like, he's like John Goodman. Oh, I've no. never seen a movie that John Goodman was in that wasn't awesome. Well, then you or need, that I didn't like John Goodman at least. You need to watch The Big Lebowski then, because John Goodman I, is I in that movie. I saw enough to see him in it. The Vietnam vet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Walter. <laughs> I still can't believe you haven't. You're not a fan of that movie. It seems like you would yeah. love it. I'm a weird bird, man. You are a weird bird. A weird bird. You're a weird nerd bird. <laughs> weird nerd. You're a nerd bird. Nerd bird. You old nerd bird. Yeah, man. No, that was uh, defining movies for my childhood. Was that was definitely Evil Dead and uh, Army of Darkness specifically. I mean, Army of Darkness. They just took it up like uh, how many levels with the one-liners? Like uh, how many one-liners there are? You know. Anyway, we won't. We can't talk about it now because it's not fair. Because you guys haven't had a fresh watch on it, so. Yeah, we'll get we'll 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 get back to that. We'll have plenty more. We'll do our homework. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do our homework. What about the music, Greg? Real quick before we shift, um, top three favorite movies of all time. I'm putting you on the spot right now. Hit me with it, McGee. Um. <laughs> Awesome randomness for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, top three movies. Top three on the spot. On the spot. Top three favorite movies. If you if you gun to your head, fit, it's not going to fit your narrative, man. Don't care. Tell you that right Don't now. care. It's not going to fit your narrative. Trust me, mine aren't either. One of my right. top three movies is starring Nicolas Cage. I'm just going to throw yeah. that out there. Okay, chat. <laughs> if it's Raising Arizona, that's a great top movie. Um, it's chat. Not. You guys are also in on this top three movies. Hit it. Hit them. Everybody can can shout it out. I yeah. like to hear. We like to hear everybody's. But um, top three movies. Uh, I the first one that comes to mind, and this main. I I know this is this has been in my top five for for a long time. Is Steel Magnolias. That's one of my top. Um, I love that movie. That movie and Fried Green Tomatoes. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out both those movies is in my top three. They're together. Fried Green Tomatoes and Steel Magnolias. Love both of those movies. Great acting. Kathy Bates is one of my favorite. Shirley MacLaine in that uh, in in, Fr- in uh, Steel Magnolias is one of my favorite characters uh, in movie history. Plus, they just rip your heart out with so many good stories. But um, what do we got here? Thank you for the follow, Mark Plyer. Welcome to Nerd Nation. I would have never, never in a million years <laughs> no. thought you would have said Steel Magnolias. I told you it's not going to fit your narrative. I don't Did care. I, I have no narrative. I have no narrative. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about the narrative for me. You I'm, know, I'm, this I'm, tattooed, I'm, sleeveless, flannel shirt, shirt wearing dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I actually respect you even more now that you said that was one of your favorite movies. <laughs> I've always loved that movie. Um, uh, so then other ones would be. <sighs> Let me just get a brief look at my movies here. I've got all my DVDs down here. Um. I feel like me and my wife just had this conversation. I, I could have this conversation on every day of the week, and I'd probably give you a different three movies every time. Go, come back to me. Ask Greg. Greg, you have at least one of your top three. Let me just he, give me a probably second. Know, he probably knows them all. Does he? He's better. Well, than me. <laughs> uh, days and confused, just because of how ridiculous that movie was. And close it was to what it was like then, now. You know what I mean? I don't know what your high school experience was. But uh, there's a lot of things that carry over. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 
we'll just we'll just say that. So it's also one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. What would be another one? That's a good question. Blazing Saddles. Fantastic because, movie. I mean, I. <laughs> Mel Brooks. The camp. The camp. Yeah. Any anything really. With yeah. Him. I mean, Young Frankenstein. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> nice knockers. Thank you, Thank doctor. You, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, hmm, that's a hard one. See, it is a hard that one. That is a hard one. Because mm-hmm. you're only given three. Yeah. Usually, you say five. You're like, all right, I got two leeway, and then I can get into it. But I'm giving you three. Although about... you can go four, because nerd's kind of doing four. He's lumping mm-hmm. two in his one. Yeah, he's he's like, well, there's one and two, but we're gonna call that one. Let sorry, me hear. Let me three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. So, Days and Confused, say them again. Sorry, I was Daze, trying to... Go ahead. Days and Confused, Blazing Saddles. My, you and my buddy, my best friend since I was a kid, that, he worships that movie and can quote like every line in it. So, that's another... <laughs> I'm, I've never seen it, and I probably never will, but go ahead. Oh, it's like we were talking. Mel Brooks is just... Mel Bro- awesome. Oh, I love Mel Brooks. The comedy. Yeah. And my favorite scene is a campfire scene, and you'll have to watch it, if not just that part. And it might make you want to watch the rest. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to watch it now that we're doing. This. All right. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing four now. By the way, whenever I go. Okay. So. Still four. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing four now. I'm doing four now. Gone in sixty seconds. I knew it was really? coming. Really? I knew it was coming. Gone in sixty seconds. Greg loves yeah, his crazy. cars. Okay. So you're a car guy. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And oh. But I it's funny though that you said gone. I was going to say, it's funny that you say Gone in 60 Seconds and not Fast and the Furious. Also, also Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Angelina Jolie. People give him a bad rap, but it's, it's, it's Nick Cage. I mean, he's got some, 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 some zingers in there, you know, some good ones. Right. So, there it is. All right, let me shout Today's out. Today's number four. Okay, let me shout out. You guys think you're number four, and then we'll get to Lazar. Let me shout out some chat ones here. So, we got... Uh, Mark, uh, Marky Plyer just came in here. Uh, v for Vendetta is his favorite. It's a good one. A, uh, we've got Daniel Zanalote. Uh, top three. First one was The Conjuring 2. I haven't seen uh, that one yet. Okay. Jurassic Park, the first one, which is actually a great choice. Uh, and he also said his third one is Annabelle. So he likes the, that, that, that trilogy of movies. Um, let's see here. Jason for the win. Forrest Gump, which is a f- beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Terminator. That was also a great movie. And Clockwork, Clockwork Orange by oh. uh, Stanley, Q- uh, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, I forgot Kubrick. about that one. Also a good movie. Uh, also, it's yeah, good, a good movie. List. Excellent. Um, we've got Old Boy Mason. He said 100% to you, Greg, with Days and Confused. Nice. Uh, he said he was literally about to say that one. He also said uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, and basically every other Tarantino, so he's a big Tarantino guy. Nice. Um, 007 says Grand Torino. 007, that is one of my all-time favorite movies as well. Uh, You're just coming into the reasons. chat. Um, um, Scott Pilgrim and Zombieland. Give Zombie us your top Land three favorite him, movies, maybe. and we'll, we'll talk about them. So interesting selections by everybody, man. I love, you know, movie, uh, that type of list gives you, like you are saying, a picture into, up, a, into a person. You know what I mean? Like, I would have never thought Gone in 60 Seconds, because I don't know you, but that's mm-hmm. so cool, because I just got, like, a tip about you. Oh, I you know what I mean? Cars. Love them. Well, listen, <laughs> you know them now. We're one big old nerd family. 
bunch of old. Mo- <laughs> All right, so Lazar, what was yours? All right, this is in no particular order though e- either. I'm I'm gonna go with go that. So my top four are the Godfather, okay. which also because the book I read the book it's fantastic. It is it is a lot better than the movie. There's a lot of gruesome shit that they take out of the movie that's in the book. Mm. But also the movie's a great movie, even though it's ridiculously long. It's still one of my favorites. Um, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I could I could yes. sit I could sit here and give you the entire dialogue and and the music and everything scene transitions you name it i'll give you the whole movie right here and now nice. um <laughs> this is this this the, here's my nicholas cage pick okay here we go the rock really yeah oh my god I, like i watched that movie Isn't that with sean connery yeah sean, sean connery, connery. ed harris is in that movie oh listen dude you got the impression down <laughs> um i love impressions i i i just like I remember being at a friend's house and his parents were like, "Hey, call your call your parents and see if you're allowed to watch this R-rated movie." And I'm like, I'm like, I just like made made up a phone call. I was like, "Hey, mom, can I watch this movie?" Yeah, yeah, okay. They said it's cool, but I never made the phone call. <laughs> they want to talk to you? Oh no, she's got to go. Bye. So yeah, I uh, The Rock. I just I love that movie. I've seen it so many times, and I mm. plan on seeing it so many more. And it's got Nicolas Cage as Stanley Goodspeed. Great movie. Mm. So what did I get? Godfather, Dumb and Dumber. And, okay. And Fight Club is one of my all-time favorite movies as well. Oh, wow. I, I forgot about that movie. Also, another movie that I read the book of, and, and I'm not a big reader. I know it seems like I am now because two of my top four I have read the book. But I read those books, and both fantastic books, both fantastic movies. If you haven't seen them, check them out. There you go. You heard it here first. The old nerds top four. Top four. Um, I will say. Oh, hold on. Here we got here. Uh, 007 says for a fourth ad count of Monte Cristo. That was with uh, uh, Edward Cavizel, I, I believe. Not playing that was tonight. An amazing movie. I am. Uh, old doing boy Mason the, says almost famous. It's got to be number one though. Tonight. <clears throat> There's just something about that movie that was amazing. Almost famous was a great movie. That was a great movie. Fight Club is a great mo- movie. Says Jason for the win. Uh, also, old boy Mason. Um, I would say so. I've got two. I'll say my third is Matchstick Men, and then my fourth would be, um, man. I just want to. I'm gonna have to say Young Guns, just because that movie shaped nice. me, shaped me as a kid. I got. I mean, my nickname from all my friends from like way back. They all used to call me Bill. Like it was just whole, like, hey, they would call me Bill because everything I did was like Billy the Kid. Because I just idolized for a long time that whole maverick but also the like the maverick who does what's right you know what i mean but he doesn't do it the way you're supposed to do it because that's how i was i was very self-sabotaging as a young man i was always doing the right thing but i was always like like getting myself in trouble for it so um but matchstick men if you guys haven't seen matchstick men you want to talk about nicholas cage should have gotten he should have got a dang academy award for that for that performance that's a, Alice, Allison Lohman was in that as well. She's did an amazing you, actress. Did you just throw that in there just to have a Nicolas Cage movie in your top four? No, that's that when you said when you said uh, 
when you said something, you were talking about something and it snapped it into my mind, but matchstick men. That's what I was trying to say. Like I've had these lists for so long, but like now that I'm on the spot trying to think about it, but like grand Torino, I forgot about that, man. I cried at the end of that movie. Like that movie, Clint Eastwood captured the essence of a man in that movie in such a way. And it reminded me of my grandfather's why that movie was so moving to me. Like that guy played a character that was similar to my grandfather. Um, that is, so. that's, I, I forgot all about that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. That, that, that there's, but there's so many movies, but those are like nice I car in that movie too, like, Greg. There you go, Greg. That's Old that's Gran Torino. <laughs> that's this week's top four. <laughs> Overlord is looking like it may, might be pretty good. I, did you guys see the, is there a trailer for that? For Overlord? Yeah. Yeah. It looks, I haven't brutal. seen the trailer. Looks absolutely trailer. brutal. Okay. You're not a horror I know movie J- guy. I know J.J. Abrams is doing that, right? Is that who it was? Yeah, J.J. Abrams. I saw it. Man. They had, did like a teaser. It wasn't a trailer. It was like a 15-second like spot. Mm-hmm. And so he peeks through a hole, and some like crazy monster stands up on the other side, and then they cut to J.J. Abrams and then the thing. I didn't so see I that. Well, yeah, either way, I did see like a full-length trailer just yesterday, actually, and I was like, that movie looks brutal. I, I have no idea what it's about. Oh, JJ. I can't really tell what it's about by the by the thing. It just looks like another horror movie, but... Something worth going to. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Heck nice. yeah, dude. All right, what about the music? Yeah, let's, let's talk about the music. All right, so my question that we talked about earlier was, what's the last concert you went to? Who are you asking first? Oh, yeah. That's an open forum. So whoever... uh... Well, the last concert I went to that I wasn't playing in was... Let's see. Would have been Coheed and Cambria and the the Deer Hunter, two of my all-time favorite bands. I don't know if I'd say all-time, but current. Um, But yeah, Coheed and the Deer Hunter. This was... Can't remember if it was it was last summer or yeah it was last summer. They played their whole um, Good Apollo and Burning Star Four album, which was like their third album, I believe. They played it in its entirety, and it was like that is like the quintessential high school album for me. Even though it came out, I think the year I graduated from high school, it it it. it it's okay. We'll say it's the quintessential summer after high school movie. Summer after my senior year, or not movie, but but album, um, because it to me it like it embodies so much of of the the different kind of music that I listen to, like the the heavy metal, the the progressive music. It's you know it's got a lot of softer stuff with some with some acoustic jams. But either way, they played that whole the whole one in its entirety and. I don't know if if either of you even listen to Coheed or have ever seen them live, but they are just like there's just so much passion in in Claudio, their lead singer, and and mainly him, everybody in the band. But I mean, he's just like got this crazy hair going everywhere, and he's just you know you know plays a plays some mean guitar, and it's just their music is so creative and so unique, while still kind of being very. It it still fits the mold of of a lot of pop music and a lot of progressive music at the same time, 
So they just every time they put on a killer show, and it's it's one of those people that I well I did miss them last time they were in town, but I almost never miss them whenever they come to town because it's just there's so much so much energy there, and it's always a positive vibe. And you know, like I've never seen I've seen fights break out at shows and stuff all the time, but I've never seen like any any negative energy at a Coheed show because even though they got some heavier music a lot of times, like it's just like. It's like you're there with your family, and it's it's that's the kind of concert experience I like to be at. Right on. Again, for all those new to chat, we're talking about now we've moved on from movies, favorite movies. I've got a couple new people that have come in. Top four favorite movies of all time. You guys can put that in there if you want. But um, we've moved on now. Old old uh, nerd Greg is asking uh, last music concert that you were at. So uh, Lazar was talking about one of his groups that he was at. Coheed, and um, anyway, sorry about that. Just wanted to update us all. No, that's all right. Coheed in Cambria, Puppets Eleven says one hundred. He gave the old thumbs up and the lighter, the Zippo lighter, nice. multiple times. Nice. Pink. Uh, okay, here we go. So we've got uh, last concert. Jason for the win. Imagine Dragons. I like some of their music, although I don't follow much of their music, which is not because I don't like them. It's just because I'm out of touch and I'm an old fart. If I hear Radioactive one more time, I'm probably going to <laughs> break every speaker I own. Okay. Other than that, um, I don't mind them. 007 says, last concert I was dragged to was some country singer that I didn't care anything about, but they didn't want to leave me at home alone. And he, I know he's told me that I believe 007, that was some female friends of yours, right? That's typically who, t- gets, who drags dudes to country concerts. Absolutely. Normally. Um, then we've got, uh, Daniel Zanelote, uh, said his last concert. Now remember Daniel is in Brazil. So this is actually kind of a cool, cool shout out to this band, uh, just cause they travel the world, um, is uh, Nickelback in rock in Rio, oh, Nickelback nice. in Rio, which is, that would have been probably, I always insane. wanted to see a show at rock in Rio, dude. I can't, how many people probably Daniel, how many people show up to that it's got to be an insane amount of people. Like, I can't even imagine. Um, and then we've got, let's see here, Pink, uh, Piran- Palms Piranha says Pink a few months ago, and it says that he touched her twice. Oh, there you go. Twice. Should have went um, for the triple triple threat there. Triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got uh, Puppet says Seven Dust was his last one. Oh, and uh, excellent. Oh, we nice. got another uh, Piranha said, oh, and I just did FFDP with Breaking Benjamin, Nothing More, and Bad Wolves. Okay. Yeah, man. Breaking okay, Benjamin, okay. Pennsylvania band. If I had to, I would get myself to the target. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> um, last concert I was at, oh, there's a ghost in your house, Lazar. I just saw it walk back. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a ghost. That's my wife. Oh, okay. I just was warning you. We were talking a lot about scary movies. I didn't want to see you killed on camera. There very well could be a ghost in my house, but that wasn't what you just saw. Okay. That's a separate issue. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? So that's a separate issue. Yeah. Separate issue. Daniel says, I don't have any idea. Very awesome. All the people in the world come to Brazil for this festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Adam Litt, 420. Welcome to the, to the podcast. We're talking about last concert that you were at. Uh, here with uh, old nerd Greg Lazarus and uh, Lazarus four two three, two of the oldest nerds that ever lived. They're each <laughs> easily ten years older than me. Easily, easily. I'm twenty seven years older than you, actually. Twenty seven. <laughs> More 
Like last concert I was at was a uh, okay. So last concert I was at was uh, Florida Georgia Line, uh, some opener that nobody knows about in Luke Bryan, Bryant Bryan Luke Bryan. I was dragged there, and this is not to brag. I'm not trying to sound like a douchebag, but I was literally dragged there by about 14 grown women. And I would have never gone to that concert had I not been dragged there. After I went to that concert, let me level with you. Don't say it. If you are, if you are a single dude, okay, you need to be going to Luke Bryant Florida Georgia Line concerts. You do not need to be going to Nirvana. Well, that's not possible. Concerts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, indie music concerts. You need to be going to big A country music star music concerts because if I I was single at the time and uh this is before Florida Georgia Line was even a thing. He they had just gotten a chance to play with Luke Bryan to open. They opened They the never line. should have become a thing. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> besides your opinion, listen, besides your sorry, opinions of country sorry, music, sorry. all that stuff, I have never, it was 95% beautiful country ladies, mm-hmm. women of all ages, shapes, and sizes, all done up because they all, it's a beautiful thing. Want, they all wanted a chance with Luke Bryan. I, I'm just, I was just like, and I remember being like such a hater on, on those guys and that whole concept, and I thought, you fool, you know, you, you know, it's just like, if you're young and you know, that's, it's just, it's just dumb. You I went go to back in time. Were, you're going to start yeah, watching more country, listening like, more country. Like, I, yeah. I was like into indie. I was like, you know, I was a songwriter. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> those guys are, those guys are sellouts. I know you exactly know, I went to concert, the feeling. Like, yeah. There's like 25 people at the concert and they're all dressed in black. You know what I mean? They're all dudes. In the middle of August. You're just like, you're just like yeah, yeah. We're really, yeah, we're really doing it here. That's right. Yeah, 25 of us. You know, screw that, man. I want to go to a concert where the air smells like perfume, and, 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 and it's awesome. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's what it was. I, I the, the, the thing that I like the most about country concerts, I've only ever been to one, and it was Brad Paisley and Darius Rucker. I'll tell you what, Brad Paisley can pay, play guitar like it's nobody's business. But anyway, the thing I like the most about country concerts is watching the news afterwards and seeing all the drunk people falling on the on the ground. That is, that's golden. I mean, I'm 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 from Pittsburgh, so we have some of the some of the dirtiest, messiest concert goers when it comes to country music. I mean, there's debates on whether they're going to let people come back to the city because of it. And yeah. watching the, the the news in the YouTube videos the day after to see some of the some of the antics that these drunk women get into it is just prime entertainment and I would probably pay to watch it if I wasn't getting it for free. Dude, that's hilarious. But hey, I d- Puppet says that you may have an echo. Me? He's hearing an echo from you. I don't know. I, I'm not hearing anything. A- a- anybody else hearing an echo from any of us actually? Just so we can get a get a multiple opinions on that. I'm telling you, my my connection is still. Wonky. I know he was having trouble with his connection earlier. It's still wonky for some reason. It's 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 gotten better, but it's still every Pumpkin once in a while. says nothing beats a big sweaty hairy shirtless guy being thrown into your face on the edge of a mosh pit at a metal concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason for yes, the win says. 
Jason for the win says, but have you guys actually heard some of the lyrics to these country songs? They are panty droppers. Interesting. Every time. I mean, they're doing something to the ladies because I'm telling you again, 95% of the women at this concert or 95% of the concert goers were women. I I don't. So you do the math. Um, you're, you're onto something there. If if I could go back and do it all over again, I would become a country musician and go to more country concerts. But there you go. That's the past. Um, I respectfully decline that. Honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Greg, you've been out, you've been over there quiet with your concert story. Let's hear it, bro. Yeah. I want to hear your last concert. I already no, know. Actually, I already know what it is. Thank you. you were there. No. And drunk. That's been a while. The last concert that I was at, the Lazarus that he was playing. So. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, by the way, y'all, we have a we have a very talented guy here, in Lazarus four two three. I've heard his music, so I can already tell you it's good. Um. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, actually. Um. So the football hall of fame is ten minutes from my house, and my wife works in an event center downtown. So Brian Erlacher from the Bears had his gold jacket dinner at her event center. And they decided, well, we're going to leave early for the concert. So we went and saw Lee Bryce, who that was the first country singer I've ever seen. Okay. And, um, we got there late, so that was good. <laughs> 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 um, and no, And then uh, Maroon 5, actually. Oh, nice. And it wasn't wasn't that bad of a show. I mean, it was, like you said, the, the best part about concerts is the energy. You know what I mean? If everybody's there having a good time, those vibes just carry throughout. Yeah, it's got to be a good, positive vibe at a show. And don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of plenty of mosh pits. Yeah. But that was, it, it was actually more tame, so that was a different, you know what I mean, <laughs> different environment than what I'm used to. Cause my, <laughs> wife, my wife won't come with me to my concerts because... Well, she doesn't like that music at all. So, are you and you're you're a metal guy, right? Is that what you're saying, or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your so, what's your who's your number one metal band? Oh my god, I've seen. Well, if I could go see somebody again, then it'd be Tool. Tool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. I got got issues with. I know with, you do with Tool but... and their ticket sales. Well, yeah. Trust me, we tried to go the last time there, but no, my uh, my buddy when I was growing up, yeah, my buddy when I was growing up, his dad worked for Ticketmaster, so oh, we would wow. hand out flyers at the beginning end of shows and get in for free essentially. So by the time I was fifteen, there's a stack of concert tickets that thick, you know, when they actually had tickets that you had to bring and tear right. off, not just your phone. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've seen everybody from Corn to Eminem, ACDC. I mean. Music's music, man. Like, if it makes the hair on your arm stand up, it's good. Right. I respect that. The the music yeah, that he's talking got... about that makes the hair on his arm stand up was all written by me. <laughs> Every last note of it. All right, so they said now they both hear an echo, but I don't know. Maybe it's going in and out. Uh, Puppet said, try, he said, try a Taylor Swift concert in Nashville. Smells like roses and vanilla. Oh, man, that would be amazing. <laughs> um uh, Red Baron says, God, I wish you all could re- just wrestle me naked. Um, oh. Gobble D's Nuts says, Sausage Fest. 
Uh, and then he also said this is the most interesting stream he's ever watched. Red Baron also said Ninja Raid. Um, Jason for the win wants to know what was the worst concert you guys have been to? That's actually a really good question. We've got a couple other guys in here. We're being raided from by Ninja, which is nice to know. I like to always keep up with when Ninja Ninja's raiding me. Ninja, I'll send him Ninja. a text later. I'll send him a text later and uh, thank him for that. That's my homie. Shout out to Ninja. Uh, we still good for Ninja. dinner. We still good for dinner Sunday night, man. Let me know. Um, Red Baron also said he would pay to see all of our sexy bodies. Um, but what would you say for, uh, is your worst concert? How much? You guys sound like. Yeah, how much are we we're talking? What kind of money? Yeah. There's a. If you come into my stream, there's a donation link right down under the bottom. Um, That's right. That's anyway, right. anyway, yeah. let's let's actually. I'm, I appreciate you addressing that. How much are we talking here? Because we could arrange that off of Twitch, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> we're we not doing... by all the rules. TOS guys, terms TOS. of service. TOS baby. Uh, so what what would you say? Uh, what would you say? Worst concert. Worst concert. Yep. Okay. I've got it, but Go this was one that I was dragged to by a female, but unfortunately. Three females, right? Me and my buddy Tom, whose dad worked for Ticketmaster. Um, yeah, it was Meredith Brooks. Super Dave, what's up? And Super Dave in the house? Yep. Tell Super Dave, they have to say, what's up? Tell Super Dave, I need to send him over to my chat. He needs to choke some people out. No, stay in my chat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't have that many now so you leave him be <laughs> so go ahead i'm yeah. sorry meredith yeah. brooks so, yeah meredith brooks so you know uh that bitch song mm -hmm. yeah that was oh my god she played that twice of course no. she did played it twice song, twice wow you know wow. how miserable that was for two kids that were i don't know what 11 12 to be standing there at a meredith brooks concert with Dude. their mom sister and her friend. <laughs> I can see it now. That sounds it's, like a boat. And you That's know my mom, so that, imagine how much more awkward that was. I do know your mom. Uh, Tool asks, he's, he, to, uh, Old Boy Mason says, Tool isn't metal, are they? Question mark. They're prog no, metal. Um, well, I mean, they're heavy. Yeah, uh, worst concert I mean, experience was Taproot in Tupelo, Mississippi. That's puppets. He got thrown out. For throwing water in the air. That is Lame. special. Wow. I saw a guy get carried out, dive off the second uh, second story. There's a place that used to be in Pittsburgh, Metropole. So if you're 21, you can go up top. Dude, it was during um, Head P.E. It was the Jägermeister tour. Ugh. So anyway, Head, Head P.E. was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Jägermeister tour? Yeah. Um, I went on that tour was... quite a bit in high school. Yeah, well, we did a little bit right <laughs> yep. after high school. Mm -hmm. uh, I did quite a... a bit of that in high school, yeah. That was a good Let tour. me tell you about one night where me and Greg were drinking <laughs> Jägermeister, and we were playing Circle of <laughs> Death. And for some reason, it, there was one point in the night where there was like, you know, you pick a card, and if it's a certain card, you get to make a oh, rule for somebody. Like so he yes! he made me walk around his pool table Clucking like a rooster and chugging Jägermeister. No, qu quacking like a duck. Quacking like a duck. Sorry, I was so drunk I can't remember. Either way, either way, I drank a bottle and a half of Jägermeister that night and blacked out, woke up on the shore of the Allegheny River. 
Oh my yeah. god. That's funny. With great, I, the with... last time I drank Jägermeister, me and a buddy of mine, you know, back in high school, I was like 140 pounds or something like that. I'm much fatter now. But uh, me and him split a bottle of Jägermeister, and I ended the night holding on to the grass because I felt like I was falling off the earth. So that was my – That makes sense. That was, that, was, Sounds, that was the ending for me. I can relate. Let me, uh... Hey, let me step away for just a second here. You guys tell the story. I got to grab something real quick. All right. right back. So we're going to uh, talk about the second – story for Jaeger at a no. certain apartment. <laughs> he said, nope. <laughs> Super Dave said, sounds like LSD. Mm. <laughs> Quite close, it sounded like. Yes. Um, yes. Um, <clears throat> now, keep going with your... But yeah, so Lazar and I decided, I don't know, what was it? One o'clock in the morning to install speakers into my car? Was that when I lived in downtown North Pittsburgh? Side. Oh yeah, yeah rough part. Of, I lived in a rough part of town. Let's yes, just see. If anybody knows the Pittsburgh I saw area, some they shit. know the North Side. Um, you know, ten years ago, not now, because now it's not the same. Um, but yeah, we decided to uh, drink a whole bottle of Jaeger between the two of us, and then install my car stereo. Except for the fact that we didn't know how. Oh, I knew how. You just didn't have all the proper materials to do such things. No, I'm pretty sure we didn't know how on that one. No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't have the. You didn't have the things to take your head unit out, so we couldn't properly oh, install yeah, your 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 harness. Tool. And I gotcha. so, but then you got the bright idea to hardwire in a a subwoofer to a factory sound system that had no amplification. I had an amp. It just wasn't hooked up. Right, but we couldn't hook it up, so we hardwired your. We daisy yeah. we, we we it only worked when we were parked. We, we daisy chained your yeah, we daisy chained your subwoofer to your rear six by nines and it was a disaster. I I can't believe I'm admitting that we did this at this point in time right now. Yeah. That there was a lot of things um <clears throat> Well you were talking about that. you what what were you talking about? We were talking about worst concert experiences. Yeah. Man. Um, I don't know if I've had a bad one. There had to be one bad one. Whether, even if the band was good, but it was just a terrible Okay, concert. okay, now, well, I wouldn't say this was like a terrible experience, and I do, I am a fan of the band. Um, my wife and I, this was, I think, 2012 or 13, we went to see Mumford & Sons at the Post-Gazette, First Niagara, Key Bank, whatever they call the pavilion in Burgettstown. Nice. Um, we had gone to see Mumford & Sons prior to this at a festival and, and really enjoyed our time. And it, it, we really enjoyed the music. And um, this was right at the, at the time that they were like getting, getting popular. So everybody's starting to listen to them. So we go to this just, you know, this Mumford show and we're just we're we're like the reason you go to a concert strangely enough is to listen to the music and see the band play. I mean, I know it sounds shocking to a lot of people, but I'm assuming it's because this band was at it, you know, rising in popularity. But the entire time they're playing and we're trying to listen to music, everybody around us is just it's just a bunch of college kids literally talking about college. Like they're talking about oh, school. God. 
at a concert the entire time. Like we, we, we moved ourselves a couple times in the crowd and we're still subjected to this, you know, well, I took this class, but I think I'm going to change it to this class. And it's like, okay, like, I'm not here to listen to what you're taking, like what kind of economics courses you're taking, when, what time you start class. I'm here to listen to the music. And it just, it, to me, it was like we left early. I, I think it was the only time I've ever left a concert early from a band that I actually wanted to see. And it was just, it was a disappointing experience because we paid money for these tickets. We really wanted to see the music. And these people were just, just like none of them paid attention at all. It was like two songs that they knew of that were on the radio came on. They threw their hands up and acted like a bunch of fan boys and girls for a little bit. And then, then they proceeded to ruin the rest of the night for the people that were actually there to listen to the music. Yeah, that sucks. So that, was, that wasn't a good experience. Also, I saw Phantom Planet open for Incubus in 2004, and they were terrible. <laughs> you know what I realized? Yeah, the, uh, I just got another guy said that he was hearing Echo. I wonder if it's the uh, in Discord, the output volume, if it's turned too, up, too high sometimes. Let me, can I check that for a second without? Let's see here, y'all. We're going to jump off for a second here and make sure that the output volume... Yeah, sensitivity. We take it down. We put sensitivity. We take it down a little bit and see what happens. Hey, do your thing. Do whatever you you need to do to try that. I don't know if it's you guys or maybe it's a Discord uh, call or something. I don't know. Uh, we got a couple guys in here. We're gonna were, work uh, out the kinks. This is our this is our first go around. We we yeah. I, I promise that we will work out the kinks. I'm gonna listen back to everything um, okay. when I'm trying to put the audio podcast together for tomorrow. If it doesn't work out. Then, um, then you know, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, I'm a trial and error kind of guy. This is the trial. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get the out. error out of there. We'll, we'll get it figured out. I promise. He said, "Almost sounds like there are two audio captures." I love when people are geniuses. <laughs> I'm gonna go fill up my water real quick. Let's see what happens here. How about that, Greg? Give me some. Uh... Yo, 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 yo. Anything different? Or is I it think, the same? I think we just lost you now for some reason. Hmm. Say so last or just stepped up. Hold on, let me try and change my settings again real quick. Alright, how about that? Go ahead, say it again. Is that good? No, we lost everybody now. That's weird. Let's try this again. Audio output capture. Add source. Add new source. Default. Okay, try it again. Can you hear me? Huh. No. Let me take this okay. time to tell you all to come over to my stream where the audio is perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I got rid of the I got rid of the audio capture and now it just dropped out. That's so weird, man. I yeah, just lost awesome. every I just lost everything now. Everything? Yeah, all the all the desktop audio, everything's gone. They sound pretty low. Oh, he's saying they sound pretty low now. All right, well, I can change my... Uh... Hold on. Let's try something here. How about that? Uh, let me see here. Go ahead. Give me something again. Yo... Welcome to the Old Nerds Podcast. Cast, 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 cast. All right, so let's try this. I'll, I'll, uh, let's hear. So,
So these guys were saying, let me just read some stuff off to you guys here. They were saying, um, let's see, Piranha. Hold on a sec here. Piranha says, I don't know what was, what was my worst. They were all pretty good, except Katy Perry. Her show is good as far as being a show. Can't stand the music. Um, let's see here. That was his worst. Jason for the win was dragged to a Mariah Carey winter concert by his wife. Oof. She was the worst performer <laughs> ever. <laughs> she is terrible. Uh, She's a great singer. I'll be, hey, terrible performer. I'll be, I'll be right back. You leaving? You leaving us? I got to restart. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Any hue. Greg, um, (laughs) what was your first concert, Greg? That I actually wanted to go to? Or very, very first The very first concert you went to. Keep it it simple. Uh, That would have been... Nirvana in 93. Really? Mm-hmm. How did I not know this? Oh, no. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Sorry. The Downward Spiral Tour. I was going to say Nirvana. That's impressive. No, no. No, I wish. Yeah. No. Um, Nine Inch Nails. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Aerosmith. And then... At the same show? No, no, no. I was going to say, Aerosmith... I don't know if you remember this or not, but I, I, I think it was the Ribs Burnoff. But Aerosmith played at Three Rivers Stadium for the Ribs Burnoff one year. Really, Rib Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rib Fest. That's incredible. Yeah, and that was the year that it was me, my mom, my dad, and my sister down there. And I remember walking out of the show, and I think I was like seven or something. But I really, really had to pee. So my mom said, the Port of Johns are over there. I went bolting, did not hear her say, I'll be behind you. <laughs> so I ran to the wrong set of Port of Johns, not the ones that she pointed to, and got lost for an hour and had to be reunited with them by the Pittsburgh reunited Police. Reunited <laughs> and it feels so good. <laughs> now, my first concert <laughs> was... The New Kids on the Block. Nice. Um, I don't remember ever even seeing a single new kid on any block on mm-hmm. on the on the on the stage. Um, because I was extremely young. I remember it was like my cousin's birthday and they just like bought all these tickets for all of us kids and we all went to see the new kids on the block. The only thing I do remember is that it was pouring down rain. And we had lawn seats, so it was pretty much just like mudslide the whole time. So I literally just played in the mud the entire time and and left completely. I think I had to like strip down and ride in my underwear on the way home because I was covered in mud. And it was, you know, that was my first concert experience was I thought that every concert from there on out was going to be a slip and slide in the mud. There, that kind of adds to it, depending on the show you're at. If, especially if it's the new kids on the block. Absolutely. Which I hear they're still touring. Why? Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. If they, if there's still people willing to pay them money, <laughs> then have at it. You won't ever get any of my money, but that's all right. McGee, how's your how's your stuff going over there? I don't think you can hear us. I don't know. I think he, he could before. He started dancing when you were singing, so. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you it? didn't see the momentary. 
dance moment? No, I told him earlier about the obligatory dance break that we have. Yes, every time. And you never know when it's going to happen. Usually multiple times. No, usually it's multiple times. <laughs> Speaking of that, I have some videos I need to send you. That's never... That's <laughs> Sometimes that ends badly. <laughs> now these ones are funny ones. Alright. Testing. One, two. Three, four. Five, six. I will I will tell you another funny one that it doesn't really deal with the concert, but um it kinda does. So when we were in Vegas last year, we got picked up by an Uber driver, which if you're going to Vegas, that's the way to do it, man. You can get anywhere for like six bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Uber. Uber is the way. But uh this Thanks. woman had picked us up and she asked, she's like, Oh, if you guys, you guys going to see Celine Dion? And we said, no, you know, and then she proceeded for the next, I don't know, five minutes or so to tell us going down there. See awesome, Celine Dion. How, uh, how awesome. Thank Celine you for the Dion nice shirt was. comment. Well, I appreciate it. Then she's like, then I asked her, I was like, well, Love them you Ninja know, you Turtles. live here. How many times have you gone to see too, her? Actually. She went, Oh, I haven't seen her yet. So for five minutes in this Uber ride, you're telling me about how awesome the Celine Dion show is, and you've never once seen it. <laughs> is it the ghost, Lazar? <laughs> what? I don't see a ghost. <laughs> Keep looking back. Is there a ghost? Oh, I was, no. <laughs> I was just admiring this beautiful hot rod my son drives around in back here. Nice. Nice. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. But it, it, okay. for whatever, whatever I did, whatever got done before, um, why I, I don't know why it was working. All of a sudden, the desktop audio just started working, and now it's just all of a sudden it's just gone. So, hmm. that is a bummeroo. Yep. Um, Jason for the win said that should be our next question. What is your favorite Ninja Turtles character and why? Oh shoot. I think everybody would have the same answer that it's Michelangelo because he's just hilarious. And you kind of wonder how that guy became a ninja in the first place because he's just kind of off the wall all over the place. Ooh, what are you drinking there? It looks like one hell of an American beer. <laughs> just because of that the koozie. That, my friends, is some... Uh, wait, what is this I'm drinking? Green oh, bottle. <laughs> this is Stella... Artois. Oh, so it's not even Ooh. close to an American beer. No, not at all, my friend. But that's good. That's uh that's I will let you know that was my wife's favorite beer. Okay. Well, not favorite, but she loves that beer. So am I saying it's a girl beer? Not really. But it actually it is a good it's a good uh that's a that's a that's a pilsner, right? Or is that a lager? That's a lager. It is a lager. Yeah. Indeed. I, I I'm a fan of loggers, pretty much all of them. My favorite would be Yingling Lager. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, I am a log. I'm a, I'm a logger fan. I do like the the Stella commercials where they they take the little knife and they take the head off the top of the beer, just like. <laughs> yep. Stella Artois. So I I'm gonna Stella go ahead and Artois. I feel responsible for all of the technical difficulties because I kind of led the charge in setting this up for everybody and never, you know, did my due diligence and my quality assurance to make sure that everybody was in tip top shape. So Don't worry, we, we do too. 
<laughs> okay, great. That's fine. That's perfect. It's easy to, to, to accept the blame whenever you are giving yourself the blame as well. So I'm – I'm. No. We'll get it worked out. Like you said, it's our first episode. Yeah, it's our first so. – it's our first – well, it's technically our fifth episode. Well, yeah, but – But this is this is the new and improved Old Nerds mm-hmm. podcast. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you go on – and you listen to the old episodes of the Old Nerds podcast, it's, it's really a lot more haphazard than this has been. Because uh, Well, there's a lot of video game playing, so there's a lot of yeah, not there's a lot talking. Of, there's a lot of non, not talking, there's a lot of nonsense, there's a lot of background noise that is video game. There's a lot of there's a lot of four-letter words that, that just don't need to be said as much as they were said. There's a lot of cheesecake. Well, there's no cheesecake talk, actually. I've, I've gone back and replayed the footage. <laughs> I know. Um, there's a stream with some cheesecake, but that's for another time. Yeah. So we're definitely, we're, um, I'm sure there's going to be a better way to do this. Um, however we can make it work, we will definitely do that in the, in the future to make it better viewing experience for everyone involved. And can you uh, hear me right now? Absolutely. You sound very crisp. I think I just figured out the desktop audio thing. Nice. Because you guys are coming in through my desktop audio. Perfect. So I'm, I just went live again because I want to see how it sounds. And since we're, like you said, we're working out the kinks. Plus, we were on a roll there. We had uh, had a lot of good questions coming through. Let's see here. I think almost if we're we'll talk we'll get a Ninja Turtles topic in there one of these times. I'll 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 sneak it yeah. in there. But like nothing's off. The, I have the little little thing I have on the on the overlayer there says games, music, and movies. But it's not like we're only going to talk about those three things. We can we can talk about anything if it, if it's if it comes up in a topic of discussion. If you if you're in the chat and you want to ask us any kind of questions, feel free. We we this is an interactive live podcast, so that's what we're here for. So we Uh-oh. will. Sounds like Zelda's ooh, talking. Ooh, I hit my mic. <laughs> mic check. Mic check. One two. Hey. Mic check one two. How about a song, Lazar? You got a song in you? What you want me to sing you a song? You got a bass. You got a guitar and a song for us. Oh, baby? those are all upstairs. Drum uh, gun. The kids asleep. Drum if, gun. I, if I wake my son up right now, I will be looking for yeah a new set of testicles. A new life. <clears throat> a new life so I missed out. I missed out on where we were with. Uh, uh, did you guys? We were talking about concerts still, or what? Did what you we, Did we, you hear my my bad concert experience, or or no? I think I heard the end of that, and then you guys started going into Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, well, that was uh, Jason for the win. He hopped in the chat and asked, and he he complimented my shirt, that it was a nice shirt, and then said, that "Oh, nice, nice." We should nice. talk about what our favorite Ninja Turtles character was, and he also said oh, that okay. TMNT was an interlude question while we wait for McGee to return. And you're back. <laughs> I think I'm back. I don't know. I mean, I've got desktop audio. It's registering. Greg, give me a check one two. Check one two. Yeah, I've got both you guys in desktop audio, which means that's in stream, correct? It should be, yeah. Should be yeah. Yep. How we uh, Jason for the win? Can you hear them and can you hear me? There should be no more echo. You guys, give me a check one two again. Check one two. Check one two. Check one two. Check Scranton. One, two. Right. What the Electric City? City. Oh. Scranton. What the Electric City? No more echo. We're we're set, boys. Nice. Just like that. See a little work, little. Thank you, Jason, for the win. Thank you all for hanging tight with. Yeah, uh, Jason, with you're us. the man. Jason for the win. 
Jason literally for the win. And Jason for the win. If you like what you're seeing, feel free to hit that follow button in the corner. I believe the way you're supposed to say it is smash that smash follow that follow button. Smash that follow button. Smash that follow button, son. <laughs> there's always if and this is just maybe this is just me, but there's always a way that you try to say what you want from somebody to make it sound less oh. like you want something Huzzah. from somebody, right? Huzzah! Jason for the win. Thank you for the follow. It's much appreciated. That puts me is. one closer to my, my follower goal that I'm not going to reach for the month. Um, I'm at 252. <laughs> going, going for the number 300. Greg, I don't even. I just ignore his negative comments anymore. Do you just? Oh, well, no. It's him. I just. I don't, the, I don't even hear him anymore. We're running. We're running. We're running <laughs> low on days left in the month. Um, Whatever. I don't care your reasons. It doesn't matter. I. You're gonna get it, or you're not. I do have. I do listen. It. I do have my moments of negativity. I do get discouraged from time to time. Because sometimes it's not fun to stream for zero viewers. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I'm the positive. I try to stay to keep him positive. That's all. I just try to bust his balls. I appreciate your positivity. Oh, I, know, I, I know how to get under his skin. Okay, so okay. For, for those of you, for those of you that weren't here, I don't know if I even said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to recap this today at work. I decided that I was going to talk like Batman all day because yeah, so let's hear about that. because normally Fridays oh, yeah. normally Fridays are my like my rough day at work it's you know there's only two of us there as opposed to three of us even though all week this week there was only two of us um but so I just I'm like I'm not going to let this be a bad day I'm in a good mood I'm going to talk like Batman all day the other guy was like all right cool talk like Batman all day so in the midst of my talking like Batman all day it's probably about I don't know, three o'clock and a customer walks in. So I go up to take the customer and I'm like, can I help you? <laughs> and like not realizing that I hadn't, hadn't turned off my Batman voice. And then I had that inner, inner struggle. Like, do I continue to talk like Batman? So he thinks that's Absolutely. my voice or do I, I just it. switch it and hope that he doesn't think I'm weird. And like this dude just didn't care at all. He was just like, Oh yeah, I got a, I, I ordered this and I'm going to, I'm going to pick it up. I was like, Oh, okay, let me go grab that for you. And like, I didn't stand to wait for his reaction to see if he was like, wait a second a really deep gravelly voice a second ago and now he's normal it's like there's like i i just and for some reason the people that were there nobody noticed i was like did anybody else notice that i just went into batman voice for the, with this customer and everybody's like no we didn't hear it i, I, like, I was like i did i went full batman i you went full batman so I, so i decided that what i'm probably gonna do from now on is i'm just going to buy a bat suit much like Ben Wyatt did in Parks and Recreation on Treat Yourself 2011. And um, I, what, I can hear. I can hear the past. Yeah, I can too. I can hear the past. Anyway, so I, uh, I feel like I'm just going to buy a bat suit and I'm going to do my everyday 9 to 5 job as Batman from now on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my name tag to say Batman and... Hope that no one ever expects me to fight crime. Because that won't work. Well, unfortunately, guys, I think this is going to be the end of the episode for Old Nerd Greg. Okay. Old Nerd Greg's got a butt. You got a blow, brother? Yeah, I got a, a boatload of things that need done today or tomorrow. 
so I need to be up pretty early. And got to go spend some time with Mrs. Nerd. So I understand it, brother. Curl my <laughs> oh, mustache. Cool. Gonna, I got about 15 minutes left in me if you still want to BS for a little while with McGee. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going mean, to curl know, my mustache for the rest we, of it. We can we can stay on as long. For me, if if you got to fall off, you fall off. No, no, no big deal. We can stay on for as long as people want to talk. I mean, that's kind of right didn't work very well. Excellent. My mustache is yes. long. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Yes. yes. All right. Well, old nerd Greg is leaving y'all. Everybody, make sure you go throw old nerd, old nerd Greg a follow. He's uh, oh. he's typically uh, Jason for the win. Thank you. Oh, nice. He's uh, typically streaming Fortnite. Um, hopefully, we're gonna get him to get on get in on that Black Ops Four sometime soon. It's going to be Red Dead soon. Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh. Mm, mm, I can't wait for that game. So, yes, sir. But it's been fun, everyone. And uh, we'll see you. I will see you on the next episode. All right, Greg. Greg. You're a blast. Later, guys. Greg. Later, dude. You are loved. And we'll see you later. I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow night yeah. on the internet superhighway. Yes, sir. You can leave now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, th- I think he's. I think he's gone, but he's just there. Oh, oh, lost. Oh. Daddy lost his audio. What? Daddy's having problems. Woo! <laughs> so, what are we gonna talk about? What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Nerd Nation. Sorry, I pieced out. Had to fix some te- technical difficulties. And had to grab a beer. So, I am back. We are back. We are not leaving. We're here. Jason for the win. Palms, thanks y'all for hanging out. Everybody else who's here, kicking it old school, kicking it new school. I'm just all pumped up now because I'm on some Stella. I'm feeling good. I'm all hopped up on that Stella. I'm all, I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, Chip. Shut up, Chip. I'll come over there and break your hip. <laughs> I'll have a spider monkey on your ass, Chip. <laughs> What'd, you, uh, what'd y'all boys do today? Uh, I threw Chip's war medals over a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm still sitting in my dirty pee pants right now. <laughs> my dirty pee pants. My- <laughs> Listen, Chip, if we wanted a bunch of pussies, we would have named them Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman. <laughs> Uh-oh, what happened? It's because Greg left. Did your video just did, did my video just go full screen? Yeah. Now what do we do? Nope. Well, I I'll get out of this. See, I prepared for this, and I have that the two cam overlay. Oh, I got it. I figured it oh, out. I put you in there. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shoot. Are we back to this now? What the hell is going on? So anyway, what's uh? So were we gonna talk about uh? We're going to talk about Dagum. Fallout 76. Fallout 76, weren't we? Yeah, we can talk a little bit about Fallout 76. Let's talk a little bit about Fallout 76. Who's hyped for Fallout 76? Or actually, I should say, who's playing Fallout 76? That beta is like next week, isn't it? Yep, October 23rd, it's coming out. And then it's like uh, the... Th- 
the thirty for the thirtieth for me on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I gotta fix you now because you just want ham, Jack. Jack ham. Let's do this right quick. So that's not the thing no more. Can't do console. Okay, so we got Jason for Wednesday's getting it for PC. Can't do console. I got to bring Billy Bob back in here because he thinks he's he's a real wise guy. I'm going to put you in the bottom. You're going to be in bottom both squares. That's how baller you are, bro. I'll just put you in both squares. You want to talk about ballers? I'll just give you one of these. Oh! Look at you, man. Look at you go. I love it. My cheap-ass $60 gaming chair. I have just put you in both screens in the bottom. This I th- is awesome. I think what I'm going to do is one of these days, I'm going to do a a instructional stream on how to stream on the absolute tightest budget you can possibly stream on. What? Because I'm, I have this computer that, that has been old faithful for since... We'll say about seven years now. Um, I'm I got. Like, how does my how does my mic sound? Does my mic sound okay? Does it you sound, sound amazing, bro. I've got this thing zoomed in on your face. You look like the most beautiful. <laughs> this mic cost me eighteen dollars. It sounds good, brother. I actually I watched a video that was like the best mics to buy under a hundred bucks, and I had already ordered this mic. Because it was it was on Amazon, it had good ratings, and it was only eighteen mm-hmm. bucks. And I was like, "What's what eighteen bucks? If I if it doesn't if it's not good, then who the hell cares?" Right. And exactly. And the this this mic was in the video. I was like, "Okay, good. I think I made a good purchase then." And it's I mean it's a condenser mic. It's a uh, done deal. It's 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 pretty good. I think it's uh it's pretty nice. So I'm balling on a budget, as they say. Okay. Well, we've got. Uh... Let's see here. Jason's getting the PC. Palms is getting the PC. Red Dead. Uh, old boy Mason's going to be Red Dead for the next year, so that's a no for you for now. So he's not going to be getting it, picking it up for uh, until then. Apparently, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have a nice rotation of Black Ops Four, Red Dead, and Fallout seventy six. I typically stream three nights a week, so I think that it'll be like Wednesday night Black Ops 4, Friday night Fallout 76, Saturday night Red Dead, or some variation of that. Right. Which will be kind of cool, you know. You know, I like it better like this, man. You guys, what do you think? I can't. You got him set up. I gotta go. I gotta, is, I gotta look. See what it. I mean, this is dope. This is the coolest thing I've done all night. Right here, setting him up, looking, making him look like a superstar. Look at this junk. I wonder. I think you look like a superstar in mine too, but that's just because you, just because of the the sleeveless flannel. All right. Oh, wait, hold so, on, hold on. You want to? You keep talking. I'll be right back with a little surprise for you. A little surprise, baby. So this is what we got here. So we're talking about Red Dead Redemption. What do you guys? What do you guys hype for? We got Red Dead Redemption coming out. Fallout seventy six is looking to be. Nothing like they have ever done in the history of any Fallout ever. Uh, for it's 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 crazy. Have you guys heard anything about what's going on with Fallout seventy six? Like, uh, or maybe you guys aren't hyped for Fallout seventy six. What do you guys What are you guys more pumped about? I guess I should say. Because right now I'm I'm doing I'm going to be doing Fallout seventy six like nobody's business. 
What is going on here? <sighs> what the hell is that? If you're ever wondering why I'm always wearing a hat. What is on your head, bro? That's my hair. Is that really your hair? Yeah, you ever wonder why I always wear a hat? It's because I, I can't keep this thing under control ever. No, sir, that's not your real hair. Yeah, you don't think so? That's bull. Yeah, it's uh, it's my wig for my Halloween costume. Going to a Halloween party tomorrow night. Going as Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> You're going as Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. Gonna paint. Okay. Gonna paint you a happy little tree here. Oh my gosh. I love it. So, so yeah, they're talking about Red Dead Redemption. Is that what you're going to be on? Are you going to be on Red Dead Redemption? You talking to me? Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah, you talking, talking to you. me? Oh, um, over here. I'm over here. You over there. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Well, like I said, I'm going to probably I'm I'm I'll be on that once that that comes out next Friday, I believe. So, I will definitely be streaming that next Friday for sure. Got gotcha. you. And probably for the foreseeable future until at least until Fallout 76 comes out, which is what, November 6th? Somewhere around uh, there? Fallout 76 is going to be October 23rd. Well, that's the beta, though. That's, that's only. Oh, well, yeah, it comes out November 14th, if that's what you mean. The 14th, that's right. Okay. So, but once that game fully launches, then. Because for me, the beta will be. Um, Jason for the win says, step away for one second and come back to this. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. He just decided to bust out some wigs. So yeah. And I'm just, I'm just effing around with my, with his screen because he really screwed me up by putting his hair on it. No, we should have left. What's his face up? Cause it's all effed up now. Can you bring it? Can you put it back to three screens or no? Uh -huh. It is what it is. All right. Well, so Piranha says he's pumped up for 76. See, I'm with you, dude. I'm going to go. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I've got the beta coming out on the 23rd. And they're only, I don't know if you know this, but they're only doing timed, like where they're going to open the server from like seven to 10 on a certain day, let people play. Mm -hmm. And then they shut it down again. It doesn't actually open. And that's just the beta. You know, so you know, what's going to so, happen and though is it's going to be, and this happened whenever they released the beta for doom, like a couple years ago. They're gonna open the servers at the very moment that I'm not playing, and I'm not gonna get to play any of it. Oh yeah, I, which is is Red cool. Dead Redemption. Old boy mate says Red Dead Redemption this month, and the multiplayer drops next month. So they're not dropping them. So the whole game doesn't drop. No, they're doing the the story first. They're letting you get into that for a little while. It's kind of the same way. Well, you don't play Grand Theft Auto, but they did the same thing with Grand Theft Auto. They started it out with um just the story mode. And then let you get into that for a little bit, and then a, a month later they hit you with the uh, with the multiplayer. Whoa! Okay, okay, I didn't know that. I haven't looked much into that. That's gonna be super cool. I know that uh, Fallout seventy six, man. Are you have you you played Fallout a ton, haven't you? I've played Fallout three and Fallout four. Those are the only two I've played. So this game is uh, like unlike. It's not just unlike any other Fallout game or Bethesda game. It's just like it's just totally everything is is. It's like a first. It's the, for everybody, it's, and it's and it's it's the prequel to all of the Fallout games too. Yeah, it's uh twenty. 
but it's not really a story in in a 22 sense. 22 years? No, it's there's no NPCs. No. There's robots, there's a group of ghouls that are going to give you your missions or you can find your missions through robots. There's a group of ghouls. Um There's no dialogue I, choosing. There's none of that. It's light survival, but they've all been light survival. Um Real time, real time vats is something that that'll be cool. I saw that. Real time vats. Yep, that's it. That's one thing it's going to be. Um, and then there's also a thing where you can. It says players can also level up the system to make up for not so accurate aiming by helping you target a spot on an enemy. So the multiplayer experience for this game is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Every character you meet in game is another player. Uh, the server, your map is only going to hold twenty four to thirty two people. Um. You can build settlements anywhere you want. You can build settlements together. Your friends can build settlements with you guys. Can build like a fort that you hold down. You set up. It gets attacked. Um, then you can pick it up and take it wherever you want. Pick it up and move it wherever you want. That's cool. Um, oh, dude, that's amazing. The camp. Boy, that, it's called camp. Yeah, camp. It stands for something. Yep, it's uh, have construction it right and assembly. Uh, yeah, uh, construction and assembly mobile platform. Portable building. They're going to have public workshops that will already have materials in there for you um, at different places. Um, and they can also be accessed, accessed by your teammates. I mean, it's the PVP is the, uh, something that they were saying everybody's worried about. Uh, they're saying that you don't have to engage in it. Um, you can choose to turn it on or off. So they're right there. Everybody's worried about PVP. You don't want to do PVP. Turn it off. I guess there's going to be some... Um some serious benefits to pvp though they haven't really said what it'll be but like there will be you'll you'll get some kind of different ranks or whatever if you engage in the pvp and and you win battles and stuff like that like there will be a yeah oh yeah there's rewards yeah there's benefits to doing it there's benefits to dropping a nuke you can't get certain things unless you drop a nuke so you go and they they have nuke and then loot yep you nuke you loot there's new monsters that spawn out of that it's going to be awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I'm so excited for this. The more I read about it, it's something new. It's something fresh. It's nothing to be afraid of. People are afraid right away. Um, oh, no, it's going to be chat. It's going to be great. It's going to be super unique. It's going to be... Yeah, it's, it's, and it's going to be something you play with your friends. Yeah. Like, you, it's 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 friend-oriented. Like, so who doesn't want to do that? You got you and three of your, your, your buddies. The best thing um, I saw, too, about it is, like, they said they want to... They still want to keep it in the same vein as fallout like you're going to know you're playing a fallout game but it's but at the same time you're going to be playing a whole different game and it's not like you're playing a whole different game as in it's a whole different story it's just completely different yeah for, it, the map is four times larger than the fallout four map that's it's all of west virginia from what i understand yeah and they said basically it's going to cost you to travel anywhere you can catch and you can also if you get separated from your friends you can fast travel to your friends for free too you, um, f- you can for free. fast travel to a friend for free but it'll cost yep. you something to fast travel anywhere else which is anywhere cool. else they, yeah and they're saying basically you have to like balance out the risk and reward if you actually want to travel further like if you do pvp like it's a real it's a real cost to you not just money wise but like to be that far to go that far will cost you something like it's mm-hmm. it's you, you, it's going to make it really difficult um in that way let's see what these guys say here uh jason says never played fallout just heard it was open world was sold tpp tpp uh tp poker uh he said i'm not too sure but i think i just had uh sex for the first time today congratulations buddy oh man um, congratulations if you're not sure though that's uh 
little strange. Yeah. That's a little weird if you're not sure. So maybe you didn't for the first time today. Maybe for the first time today you thought you had sex and you didn't. That's weird. Think about that for a second. Get back to me. Um, and then we've got uh, Jason says, is there collaborative? Yes, there is collaborative settlement building. You and your buddies can all build a massive fort, whatever, house, settlement, the whole deal. Um, now, my, then, my question with that is, and I know that you're not going to have the answer, but there might is like, like you said, it's a collaborative camp per se, but like, yeah, say four of us create this collective camp, but like I'm playing with three other people tomorrow because the other three aren't playing tonight. You know what I mean? Like you're playing with a different team on a second night. Can you use that camp, or is it like only one person is like the, the the holder of that camp that they can take with them wherever they go? I have not heard. Yeah, that's a good question. They have not addressed that yet, um, from what I've read. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I guess we'll find out. Um, I and know. I they apologize for cutting you off, and I just cut you off to apologize for cutting you off. <laughs> no, you can cut me off. You can cut me off all you want, babe. It's called the jazz of conversation. It's all good. Um, no, no it's. <laughs> it's uh for me it's interesting because i know they said that once you build it, it and you can tear it down and build it somewhere and bring it back up somewhere else you don't lose the you don't lose the blueprint you don't lose what you built it just reappears wherever you bring it back up at but no that's a good question i don't i don't know the answer to that i would um, almost think that that you would all four of you would pretty much have the same camp or the ability to use that i don't know I can't, maybe that's I, safe. I can't yeah, maybe wait they say to see that. what it is though. I know it's going to be awesome. So October 23rd y'all pre-order now and it gives you access to the beta. Done deal. It's worth the money. It's going to be awesome. They said that they're going to continue this for years to come that they're supposedly they're going to that all the uh DLC is going to be free. There is uh what do they call microtransactions but it's not for 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 anything to level up or anything like that. It's just for cosmetics. So you don't have to worry about not being able to be better or as tough as somebody else. Everybody has to grind. Nobody can pay for leveling up. So it's just for skins. It's just for cosmetics. So there's no fear there. Yeah. It's like Fortnite. Exactly. So you got to grind no matter what. Um, But yeah, get the, get the pre-order man. Uh, Palm says, I feel like fallout 76 is what miscreated wanted to be. And I love miscreated, but fallout four is, Great, but missing multiplayer. I, I agree, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm so pumped with that. Um, so are you streaming on Xbox? Are you going to be playing with devils? Uh, I don't know. I, I you know that's you. Know, so let's talk about this, Lazarus, for a second, because mm-hmm. this is one of the, this is a, this is totally off topic. So you've got all these streamers, right? Yeah. Okay. So you guys, you guys can weigh in on this too, just from outsiders looking in you've got all these streamers they're all trying to build their community they're all trying to set themselves apart they're all trying to 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 work towards a goal all of that is 100 awesome right there's no selfishness in that it's not wrong to set a goal it's not wrong to want to have 30 subscribers it's not wrong to want to have 200 followers that's not wrong it's a goal that a streamer sets and they say you know this is what i want to work toward they want to work for it. That's why it's not wrong. If they just think this should be handed to them or there's some kind of, you know, entitlement, then yeah, that's different. But right. so you've got all these streamers that are going to be streaming the same game. Right. So I like, uh, Jason's he's a, he's a, uh, I think you're, are you a subscriber with devil's feline? I think he's a subscriber to devil's feline. She's an awesome streamer. 
State of Decay, State of Decay 2 is her main, which I have so much respect for her for that because that game is dead on Twitch. Yeah. Dead. And that game is awesome. It but is, it's it dead. Is. And she streams it and holds uh, holds an audience of 20, 25 people every night. That's, which is that's, a big which is a big deal. That's saying a lot to her character as well. It's one is one hundred percent. Saying a lot to the her character, her community. People love her, they follow her. So I streamed with her the other night. We did a co-stream, played State of Decay, State of Decay 2, had a blast. She's a, she's from West Virginia, uh, ironically. Um, but then there's another girl that I follow. Her name is Diet Steph. She's a Fallout junkie. So you meet all these people. There's people like you. And it's different with someone like me and you. Like I could say, dude, let's stream. You'd be like, yeah, let's stream. There's no like weird, why is he trying to stream with me? <laughs> Right. He doesn't have right. as many followers as I have. He doesn't he hasn't been doing this. Everybody's worried that somebody else is trying to use them, right? So I'm just trying me, to be like you at this point. <laughs> no, you're not. How many viewers um, you got right now? We've got 200 viewers in here right now, baby. We're doing <laughs> big numbers. Big numbers. That ninja Watch raid. out ninja. Watch out ninja. We're coming for you. Well, okay. No, we I only have 199, so that's why that's my thing. Like, I need that one extra viewer to be just <laughs> like you. So what I'm saying is this: is that yes, I would love to stream with Devil's Feline. Oh, and the reason I say that is because we played together and we have a good chemistry. Mm -hmm. Like we we you know some people you play games with and there's just no. It's just like we should never play a game together again. But she's fun. Mm -hmm, she's she's, there. she's very funny. She likes to laugh and have fun. She's she's very talkative. I'm very talkative, obviously. Um, but like, how do you do that, man? How do you, cause I'm not going to ask most people because right away they go, he's only been streaming a month. He's asking me, he's a guy like in that situation, he'd be like, Oh, he's a guy asking a girl. So he's trying to get her number or something like all those things is what people think right away. Right. Obviously that's not my, that's not my style. I have no, I'm doing this because this is my heart's desire. This is what I'm doing full time. I'll do it with whoever I'll, Hey, look, here's chat. I'll do it with whoever. You feel me? <laughs> he will do it with you've heard it here, everyone. He <laughs> will do it with whoever. It does not matter. He will do it yeah, with like whoever. Yeah, like with Daniel. There you go. Like Daniel Zanalodi. I we D Daniel's he's been following me. He's an awesome guy from Brazil. I give him I like to tease him about to be in the Brazilian time. We played the other night. Great dude. Like we would if we were like if he were a random, I would he he was never on my stream. I'd I would play with him all the time. We'd play all night and we will when Fallout 76 comes out. But like in this, in the sense of streamers, because you like to play with streamers because they're streaming too, and it's fun to play with people who are doing that mm -hmm. because there, 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 there is an audience that they're reaching, and it brings everybody together. And I guess for me, I want the community to be awesome. And there's, the there's, people, a, there's a, a, a big problem with well, not a big problem, but there is a problem with a lot of people that get to a certain point in popularity on with their with their followers and everything that they feel like you know th there are a lot of cocky streamers out there that I feel have no right to be cocky you know like they're not partners they're you know they're just you know they got a lot of views and they get they get a decent viewer average but in like someone like me like my numbers aren't the greatest so if I if I, I like I'm always weary about like talking to another streamer and saying hey because it'll be like that with a lot of people they'll be like oh this guy just wants to pump his numbers up that's why he wants to stream right. with me right and, like like 
I I almost kind of worried about that with like you know doing doing streams with you because I mean your your numbers are great, you know you but, but like I have a lot of thing I have a lot of setbacks with me like I always have to kind of try to keep it quiet so I think that might turn a lot of people off sometimes and like I am not you know but like it's. I think it's completely selfish of people to not want to to play with like other small streamers because it 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 helps them out too. Like if I have one viewer in my chat and they follow that other person, that that's growth. You know? Right. And it and and that's important. Like like you said this is what you do. This is what you love to do. Like that's me too. Like I I have I have grown very slowly over the last couple months, but I don't care because like, yes, like I, like you, like, you know, you've heard, you've seen and heard some of the negativity. I do get a little frustrated at times, but at the same time, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm going to be playing video games anyway. And, and I've always had an interest in, in like, you know, entertaining broadcast, you know, stuff like that. This is a way for me to show my creative side. And yeah. so I don't, I, so I don't care. And that's like, I feel like if more people had that, that mindset, then the community could just get closer together. And like you said, every, you know, I'll do it with anybody too. I'm not just trying to be like nerd McGee again, but we're going to do I it will, together. I will do it with anyone as well. <laughs> um, I don't discriminate. Yeah. So well, no, that's it, man. That you're right. That's the thing. Though. Like this, I've, this, I've, the, this, this kid. He wasn't a streamer, but this this kid came into my chat the other day. He's he's been following me for a week or so now, a couple weeks maybe, and mm-hmm. he just he just like, hey, can I send you a friend request? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And he sent me a friend request, and we we hopped in like PlayStation chat for a couple seconds, and like it was he. uh he got off of the stream because he didn't have the same game that I was playing. So we we got out of the chat, and then he gets back into my chat, and he's like, "Oh, I can't believe I was just talking to you." And it's like, <laughs> okay, like I'm I'm not ninja. It's it's yeah, okay. I'm, a dude, you know? I'm just a dude. Don't man. worry I'm about it. Like, it, it, but like to me, that made my entire night. Like, he he was just this 11 year old kid who just happened to pop into my stream, and yeah. and and enjoyed what he was watching, and and he sent me a friend request. I responded. Like I feel like I made his day, and in yeah. in doing that, that made my day, and that's not even why I do it. But now I do it for stuff like that because that that was awesome. That that made my entire like it was it was a, it was a, it's a it was a Wednesday night stream, so those are always a little bit a little bit dead for me anyway, and I was just like. You know, I love it. One dude in my chat, he comes, he wants to hang out. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hang out. Made his day, made my day. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I'll yeah. do it it's with anyone. It. I'll do it with anyone. I'm telling you right now, dude, it's it's about the journey. So that's why for me, and people don't know that, like Devils, you know, she has every reason to be cautious because she's a female. And, mm-hmm. you know, and guys, you know how guys are. They're dumbasses. And yeah. uh, especially streamers, like some of the dumb crap that the, you know what I feel like? I feel like the streaming community needs less boys and more men, you know? And, let me, and I'm, I'm just going to say that, like, all these little boys saying all this nonsensical crap to girls, shut up. Like, and I don't mean that in a condescending way, but like, have some respect for yourself first, man. Like, be, be a guy who's respectable, who's, who's trustworthy, mm-hmm. who's, who's, you know, like, that's the way 
like my that's the way my grandfather taught me to be you know you don't tr you treat people with respect no matter what yeah. it doesn't mean you agree with them i don't agree with half the people i know but i respect all the people that i meet that's the way you have to be man i don't agree with half the people that talk to me that's life you don't agree with everybody but that's these why, guys that's are, why know, everybody loves you your positive oh, yeah. attitude well i you know i'm trying to be positive cuz that's what the world needs hey so we got ace action in the house daniel so, yeah, so guys, we're talking about uh, Fallout 76 and, and streamers who are trying to, like me and Lazar, you know, I'm a new streamer. Lazar is, is, is not as new, but he's still a new streamer. And we're talking mm -hmm. about yeah. playing with other streamers. Yeah, a new streamer. Yeah, I didn't want to say you're new if you were not and you'd be like mad at me. But, um, you know, talk about playing with other streamers and, and, and the kind of the weirdness that sometimes the, the community gets into, like that I've noticed. But uh, I'm all about playing with, fan with uh, fans, with followers and fans, 100%. Uh, fans of the channel, fans of the entertainment, fans of the fun. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that. Doesn't It's not a derogatory word or anything like that. Doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. Um, but yeah, the world needs more. <laughs> God, there we go. With the Rick Grimes. You guys are killing me. The Jason for the win says the world needs more young Rick Grimes. The world needs more. We need more young Rick Grimes. Here's the thing. Here's the real question. Thank you all for, for all the comments and conversation in the chat. Um, again, we're here talking about movies, talking about video games, talking about life, I guess, clearly. Talking about any issue you guys want to talk about, drop a, drop a question, drop a favorites list, favorite top 10 this, whatever. We'll, we'll go for it. We're just having fun shooting the shit. Um, but the question, Lazar423 is this when the he double hockey sticks are you gonna get an xbox one oh, so boy. that i have so that i don't have to deal with trying to find a streamer that i want to stream with let's just get let's just do this right now okay let's just make this happen guys lazar needs an xbox so we got it we gotta like we gotta figure it out well you guys go sub to his channel give him 200 dollars. <laughs> whatever you gotta do <laughs> I, I appreciate I'll let you respond to that. I got to hit the whiz palace. I'll be right back. Um, I am not going to buy an Xbox. No, uh, he, he didn't hear me say that anyway. So um, real quick, Jason, my stream schedule is Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Um, Wednesday, usually start at 930. Friday, 930 with the podcast. Um, Saturday is usually about 10 o'clock i that's always a late one i always usually go until about um you know, 1 a.m or so but my thing is i you know and and so does he um i have a full-time job got a family you know i got stuff to do i wish this could be my full-time job um but it's not i do it for fun and i have a, a lot of fun doing it um so that's also another that's the main reason why I don't have an Xbox One because I have the PS4, I have my computer, I need a new computer. That's my next that's got to be my next purchase is a new computer. Um but, but yeah, he wants he wants me to get an Xbox real bad. I would love to be able to do that to to play with him. Um but you know, it's uh money's tight. Family comes first. That's where 99% of my money goes. Um, 
I do I do some small upgrades to the stream from time to time. Um, like this, got this new mic recently. Uh, it's got this new chair recently, um, which is we used to have matching color schemes on our chairs. I I just noticed that. Um, sounds like it's coming back. But yeah, I uh, let's tell them. I'm never buying an Xbox. Shut your mouth. <laughs> yes, you are. You're buying an Xbox. I'll buy you an Xbox. I'm just waiting until the right moment. And I have enough money, and I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it, and you're just going to deal with it. I, I'm you know how, like, I, I'm, I, like, I thought about, like, we, we, we talked about, I think I talked about this with you, about how I, I kind of wanted to start the whole um, campaign to get me a new computer. Um, These guys are saying I need to get on the PC program. But like, yeah, that's what like I, I that's that's kind of like the next thing I that I buy is, has to be a new computer because like I said, this thing's on its last legs. I, I that's why you need somebody to help you buy an Xbox so you can stream with me. You can stop this foolishness and well, all this. But but around. listen, hold on, hold your pants on real quick. I got them on. They're without on tight. I without belt. the new computer, I won't be able to stream with you on the Xbox on my channel the way it currently is set up because I know you told me that already I'm ignoring that fact so I need the computer first before <laughs> the Xbox so the computer is more important to me I'm than aware. the Xbox I mean we're still streaming together right now aren't we we're just I'm not one we're, track we're, we're just not playing playing the playing games that's true this is a great this is was, was a great uh, great thing to do um, I've totally enjoyed it I think it's been a blast y'all we're gonna do this every Friday at 9 30 Mm -hmm. uh and you guys you guys are the like the the piece of this puzzle that makes it work so you know we're, not, we're gonna brainstorm on more ways to interact to keep you guys in, engaged probably do prizes do giveaways do like just fun stuff like you don't got to be a subscriber like i have a giveaway right now for subscribers because you know i want people to I'm investing in people. I want people to. I, I want people to feel like it's worth the investment. So if nobody wants to subscribe, that's fine. I don't want subscribers that aren't really enjoying the entertainment. But if they are enjoying the entertainment, then I want them to. I want to build with that. So, right. but like the giveaways we'll do, there'll be fun stuff. Like just you know, we're gonna brainstorm. So this is a this is a really good idea that Lazar had, and he's already been doing that. I think we can expound upon. This is this is and this fun. is how what what started me into streaming as well is. <laughs> Greg and I just decided um, we we were playing. You saw the video, the, uh, the the parkour video, hardcore parkour, hardcore parkour. That's what I just I made that quick little video, and I was like, why don't why don't we do that? Why don't we start a YouTube channel and just put our ridiculous antics of video gaming online, right? And so. He's like, yeah, let's do it. So we started every every Saturday night. We would start doing, you know, we would record ourselves playing a game, and we would I would edit it together and throw it up on YouTube. Pretty much, I say edit as in I would just copy the file and put it on YouTube. Right. No editing really involved, and it was you know real cheesy, real stupid. But I mean, it was what we it was what we wanted to do. It was fun. It was. And, it was hilarious. And it then I would just take the audio and throw that up as a podcast, which was, you know, it was a little weird because, like, there was game audio and stuff in there, and it was, like, the concept was, was good, 
but mm -hmm. it led us to hey if we're going to be playing a game and talking we might as well stream yeah and so because that's the 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 whole like we wanted we thought about maybe doing like playthroughs of games together and like talking about the stuff and it's really hard to do a podcast when you're playing a video game i know that sounds a little surprising but that's the way it is really hard to right. do a podcast while you're playing a video game so that's when we decided to just start with the streaming and um whenever i first started out i was i was streaming every night of the week but like with my limited time with like you know i like i i'm i'm already way past my bedtime right now because i got to get up and go to work in the morning right um but you know that's that's why I'm kind of like I'm kind of pigeonholed a little bit because I got like a 9:30 to a to midnight kind of window, window, which yeah. I mean, hopefully at some point, sometime there's a way that I'll be able to do it more because I just I I always want to do it more. Yeah, well that's the thing, man. You have like what I found in life is that you're in seasons at different times, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm in a season right now where I can invest way more time than I ever could have five years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm in that season. So you saddle yourself. It, like there's this book I read. It's called uh, the power of the other. It's by a guy named uh, Dr. Henry cloud. And he talks about how nobody got anywhere by themselves. Mm -hmm. Like we all get there together but we're not all in the same spot. And so that's why you have to be able to accept where you're at and it, but accept that you may not be there another time. You may be, you can't reject, and I'm not saying this directly to you. This is just a general idea, but rejecting help if it's to help you get to where you want to go is exactly what you need to do because you're not always going to be in that spot. At some point in time, you'll be in the, the, the tables will be turned and you'll be able to offer help to somebody else because of you being able to receive that help. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I never looked at it that way. I always, I always run under the, I don't want your help. I want to do it myself kind of, kind of thing. Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous because nobody does anything <laughs> by themselves. <laughs> but Good you see point. what I'm saying? Like I, because because you come from that same sort of stock that a lot of us come from, man. I, I it's pull yourself up on your bootstraps, all that stuff. It doesn't mean you don't work hard. Right. It doesn't mean you don't you don't do any of the things that you've been taught to do. What it means is, is that there's moments when you need help and you take that help. That's why people are afraid to go to therapy or what they now call coaching. Because they think, oh, if I can't do it by myself, then there's a problem. No, that's not at all the problem. If I didn't know how to work on an engine. Would I just tear the engine apart and then try to work on it? No, I would go get a manual. I would call up my uncle. I would call up my cousin who's a mechanic and I would say, dude, what in the hell? And he would go, bro, I'll be over. I'm bringing a six pack. We'll fix it. We'll get it done. Why is it that when in life, in certain areas, we accept help, other areas, we don't accept help? Because in, the, in, in so many circumstances, we need help, but we're just, we don't see it. Like yeah. you're saying, you know what I mean? So to me, I look at it as, I'm willing to take help from anybody in any moment if it's where I'm headed. And obviously if it's ethical, you know what I mean? Like I'm not really going to do it with anybody. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here we go. Old boy Mason. It's about the journey, not the destination. That's what I'm saying, man. And that's this whole thing with us. So in the journey, sometimes you need help. Sometimes you take help. Sometimes you give help. Sometimes you just, you know what I mean? So that's why for me, like I look at this situation, you're talking about your viewers and stuff. You 
are the guys who helped me in the beginning. I wouldn't, there's so many, I mean, dude, think about your all first the artwork sub. that you, you're my first sub. Think about all the artwork you did for me. Like you have strengths that you've added to my life. I have strengths I'm going to add to your life because that's the power of the other. So I, never even, say, I never even thought about that in that way. It was kind of, I'm telling you, new? first I'm episode you. here of Old Nerds Podcast. It was an eye-opening experience for me, and I thank you for that. So now, everyone come sub to my channel and donate me all your money <laughs> because I need help. <laughs> and there is, there is. <laughs> I'm two subs away from my sub goal, guys. Come on. <laughs> I was <t> <laughs> That was not what I meant, but I, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just. Kidding. I respect your your willingness. Um, what we got here. No, no, no one, no one comes sub to my channel. I don't want that right now because I was just joking. <laughs> uh, Palm says, "Interesting." Oh, here we go. Yeah, old boy Mason. Wise words I once heard. It's about the journey, not the destination. Pride. Um, interesting thought. Palm says, "I think a lot of it comes from both societal expectations and cultural norms." One hundred percent. Uh, join us for the next podcast. Jason for the win says, learning to accept help when you need it most. Verona <laughs> <laughs> says, I have a friend from another country. She calls me by my last name. I asked her why. She says, that's where she's from. The family name is much more important than the individual name because the family is the most important unit, not the individual. In the U.S., it generally, it's generally the individual that's important. It's my success, my achievement. 100%, man. I have literally, Palms, I have had a conversation with a guy from Pakistan, who literally said exactly what you said, like verbatim what that lady said. We are the country of individuals, and yet it's not the way it is because we still have – we everything we have has been provided for us by people. Unless is, you wipe your own ass, put. unless you cut your own umbilical cord, fed your sorry – lumpy body for the first however many years and that yeah i mean all the things I, i've done all those things that's <laughs> you're, are you writing my my biography right now there you go all right well i actually i have to i have to hit all the right. dusty trail um it's been go. we're it's, gonna end it, this thing it's been awesome i'm glad you're i'm glad you're part of this now um and like like we were talking about earlier i'm glad we we forged this this streaming friendship that is actually you're, it's like you're you're easy to talk to. You're you're a fun guy. You know, it's like it's. I feel like we've been friends for a long time, even though we've only known each other for like a month now. I'll tell you, man, that's that Midwest thing. That that's that Ohio PA thing, man. Mm -hmm. Just do that thing. It's no, that, I'm just playing. That's that Ohio Pennsylvania man. bond. Oh, here I'm gonna throw it out there, man. I look at it as as that's the way. There's in my no opinion way, no. because people. All right, Jason what? for the win. Just uh, hit me with the tier one sub. I appreciate that more than you could ever what? know, my man. I, ooh, ooh, I. Uh, let's get some Lazar hype up. In I do. Oh, I, gamer. I do feel gamer a little. I do feel a little bad because I was kind of begging about that, but uh, you know, I I appreciate that. Bro, Welcome to the bro, family. I appreciate that so much. Jason with the sub. Sub sub number Respect, nine. Man, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you to everybody. Seriously, thank you so it much. It is one hundred percent. Together to the top, power of the other. Um, like you guys read, look, I, it's it's. I do this ten hours a day, five days a week. This is not, it's not a game to me. I really have a desire to create, like what we're doing right now, inspiring, encouraging each other, having, letting people talk about things they're struggling with, like all that kind of stuff. Having fun talking about movies. Read the thing that's uh, read my nerd nation thing. 
Like seriously, like it's for me, it's about doing good. That's I'm only here for a very short period of time. So let's do good to each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't just mean like me subs. And, and I, and I don't, and I'm just bringing it back full circle now. Just like I said at the beginning, Ferris Bueller said it best. There you go. Life moves fast. Stop around and take a, and look around a little bit or you're going to miss it. There you go. And on that note, I'll see you guys later. Jason for the win. You are coming in for the win with that with that subscription. I appreciate coming it in hard. so much. Um, I'll see you guys. I won't. I probably won't be on tomorrow night because I'm going to this Halloween party. Um, depending on what time I get I get home, I might hop on for a little bit, play some Black Ops or Here or whatever. Here comes boo, all dressed in boo. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nope's a boo. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again, nerd. Um, All right, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll be I'm sure I'll be popping into your D and D stream. You doing D and D tomorrow night? Yeah, baby. Eight p.m. Because I know you, I know you didn't do it last Saturday. My people fell off, man. I had two go, and if I'd have, if I'd have run three out of five, they'd they three of them would have died, and they'd all hated me. Oh, they would have hated so. you for sure. All right, yeah, well, sure. um, if and podcast viewers, listeners, we'll see you next Friday. 9.30. Friday at 9.30. Same thing. I'm going to hang out just for a second after you leave, so anybody's welcome to stay. And then I'm going to jump off here in a minute, too. All right. Um, everybody else, enjoy your evening. Thanks for watching. Again, thanks for the sub. Thanks for the follows. Everybody, we love you. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Night, brother. Thanks for uh, inviting me to this awesome experience. Hey, thanks for, thanks for being a part of it.